Welcome back to 10 Tons Podcast. I'm Charles Garbrell, and I'm sitting in the Kangaroo Motorsports Studio, and I do not have COVID this week. Yay! Yes. Across from me is my co-host, Adam Nielsen, who also does not have COVID this week. Allegedly. 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 There's not a plexiglass thing between there's, us, but that's fine. There's always, like, the doubt in the back of my mind. Like, are these sniffles allergies, or am I dying? That's that's the exact thought process I had last week. I'm like, I mean, I'm always dying a little bit yeah, inside. We are one day closer to death every thank, day. And thank God for that, too, frankly. Yep. Yeah, tomorrow I'll be another step closer, just, followed by another inch. Yep, just, I don't know where that step... Where the last step is. Yeah, yeah. It could be. But I know I'm closer to it. Yep. Here's some life philosophy for you. <laughs> I, I, in a hundred years, you'll be dead. And none of this will fucking matter. I was going to say something. <laughs> I was going to say something completely different to start the show off. But that's where we're going. That's so where, I'm going to yeah. leave it. I'll leave that thing that I wanted to say for next week. Yeah, positive. No, two weeks from now. Next show. Next show. Next show. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll declare it right now. No effing way am I doing a podcast next week. No, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no way. No. My boss had the audacity to tell me today that it feels like we're catching up. Oh, that son of a bitch. So I probably won't have time next week either. No, you're going to be so busy. <laughs> what a fucking dick. That is so rude. What a dick. Oh, someone said that at work the other day, too. I was like, yeah, things are going really smooth. Why would you Why would, why? You, why would you do that? Oh, it was it was about non-conformances. So like, like if, if we haven't we haven't had a plane fall out of the sky in at least three months. Oh my god, <laughs> that's actually not true. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, again, that's nothing to do with us. But yeah, that's not true. <laughs> but like, but non-conformance is like so something that falls out that's abnormal. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously takes a lot of time to disposition. And it's like, oh yeah, we noticed that you haven't had a lot of those lately. Why? Now I'm gonna have forty of them tomorrow. You get out. You get out it's of so here. so mean. Like, why would you even say just, that? It's just, rude. It's just downright put, just, rude. Just put that it's up. It's disrespectful. Fireable offense. Yeah, putting it out in the universe like why, that. Why would you do that? Oh, you have plans this weekend? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be great. <laughs> no chance of rain this weekend. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, is it hot in here? I think I'm going to take off my sweatshirt. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> who? Who, Robbie? <laughs> What? Why? Oh, are, oh! did you notice my uh, awesome shirt that I got? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to kill James. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I've been sitting on this shirt for weeks. <laughs> God damn. It was James, wasn't it? It could have been anybody. Which James? Because frankly, I could see James Chartres doing it too. It could have been anybody, Adam. My address is just out there. People know it. Not like mine, apparently. People send me gifts. And this gift of a t-shirt that is a picture of you and the meme of the Return of the King is my new favorite Grid Life shirt that I'm going to wear all the time now. I fucking hate. For the record, this, this shirt doesn't fit very well. And it's like the neck's all like stretched out and it's like kind of short. Why? It's just a weird... It's a, it's a Hanes. It's a Hanes shirt. Oh, it's a nice shirt. No, it's a terrible it's shirt. It's a good it, shirt. It fits terribly. Oh, well, you should let me have it. I bet it fits great on me. No. This is my new favorite shirt. I'm going to wear it everywhere. God damn it. I hate everybody. It's the best. It's a gift that keeps on giving. So if I wear this to Topeka, it'll make me happy all day. I don't think my dad's going to make it. Why? Which means I don't have to see that stupid shirt that he has again. I want to see it. He's on call. Damn it. And so I don't think he's going to show up. 
How far away is he from home? So like if he uh, Topeka's got, like, like three hours. So that's that's outside of the window. It's well outside of his window. Okay. Especially since he kind of lives on like the edge of basically the, the south edge of his area. Oh shoot. And and uh Topeka's farther south. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. So he's into Mr. Egg racing. He is, which I, I cannot get him to bring his car anyway. Really? Yes, because Topeka is not only an NHRA sanctioned track, but like the NHRA sanctioned track. Yes. And so, like, I, I feel like there's probably a handful of the really fast grid life cars that could probably go faster than what they would technically be, air quotes, licensed for. Right. And so, like, if they would show up and, and do those times at a normal night, they'd probably get kicked out. And, um, Topeka might let let them slide, yeah. You that see, yeah, night cause it, cause because of the situation and because they don't know any better. And it's but for, like if you show up with a full fledged tube chassis drag car, <laughs> like you know, I think that he'd probably get away with it just because it's the grid life exhibition. Like it's it's obviously not. I don't know. If not the same. So. Yeah. It's easier to ask for forgiveness, Adam. That's what I tried to tell him. He's not having it. That's, again, that's more life ch- philosophy. I just really want me. to see that car there because I think people I do too. Like, oh my God, that car is fucking rare. Yeah, we heard about it on the podcast. Because it's a cool car to see. Like it's it's rough around the edges, don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's, a, it's, but a like car. it's it's a really neat car. The best cars are that way, Adam. Yeah. Just just a little, little race character. cars should be like it should also be like in your face. Yeah. People out there with like single tone cars. Yeah, that's boring. Get out of here. Well, I already I already know that uh my livery for next year. Street have. cars like street cars that are also track cars, I get. But like if this is a full fledged track car, be a little bit ridiculous. Be loud. You know what I mean? Like l- let the world know that you're a ridiculous and over the top race car. Yeah, and it, it needs to be attention grabby. Yeah. Like the drifters have that right. Yeah, that's one thing the drift community gets. Yep, and it, it needs to be a little flashy, a little like louder than like not like physically louder. I think. Right, it doesn't need to be a GT five hundred Mustang. I mean, but, but like it needs to catch, catch your attention. Yeah, and look great in photos. Yeah, and you know what does that? Bright colors. Yeah, yellows, blues, the other reds. Thing, the other thing that I wish the grid life community would embrace is over the top and ridiculous. Uh, driver T-shirts like Circle Track drivers have. We almost went that direction in the last year because, like that GLTC shirt that was yeah, kind of yeah, that way. Yeah. That time that Track Battle shirt was kind yep. of that way. Yep. But I want individual drivers to have those shirts. I would buy those. We should totally make one for me. Like, like if there was a Robert Veerhout yeah, T-shirt yeah. and it was written like that stupid, like half torn away. Yeah, the uh, sprint car font. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like you're there's like a headshot of you on the back and like your car on the front says Robbie Veerhow and then like your number. Yeah. Robbie Veerhow racing. Yeah. Number 95. Yeah. I would totes <laughs> buy that. I think Nick Steneford kind of did something like that. I mean, it wasn't over the top like that, if, but he had like a proper like Nick Steneford racing shirt and I, I was kind of like jealous of it. I was like, yeah, he clearly sold those to a lot, like a decent amount of people because you, you saw people like yeah. at Grid Life and like around like even events he's not at and like he has supporters. Right. That's nice. Yeah, we should throw those we should get some of those shirts. We should, we should put it on the on our, our podcast. Like uh, I want I want those shirts from like a bunch of the drivers. Every 
we should be taking this more seriously. Track battle, GLTC, whatever. Right. Similar to like the how the uh, the stock car and the sprint car guys do it. Right. And just have our own like. But it should be over the top and ridiculous. I should yeah. be mildly embarrassed to wear that shirt in public. Yeah. Because it, that's if, what I want. When you're walking through Walmart, people are like, "Why is this shirt so loud?" Yeah. Who's Robbie? Vierow? I want people to assume I'm white trash trailer trash redneck wearing your racing t-shirts. That's the attention. That's we all what wish to I. Have. That's the level of over the topness I want in driver t-shirts that should be being sold at pop ups in front of those race cars at every event. Yes, that is one thing that our that grid life drivers don't have figured out yet is marketing. Marketing themselves, marketing outside themselves outside of Instagram, like because honestly, at fe- at a festival event like at Midwest Fest, if people had those sh- had shirts hanging, they'd sell them. Like gangbusters to the GAs. I yes, they actually would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, go to any local circle track, and then you see those guys doing it. Like you're like, who the hell is Joe Guy Guy? Whatever. Right. But like, but there's like a thousand people in his shirts, dude. Catil would make a killing. Uh huh. Between like his Honda hot boyness, uh huh, and his frankly incredible Instagram game. It is strong. And the way that his car looks, if he had one of those t-shirts and he had a booth set up, his girlfriend would not be able to take money from people fast enough. That's a true story. Because he'd be too busy driving. Like she, That would yeah, literally yeah, be yeah. all she would be able to do. Yeah, that he's, he's, he's driving. She's selling she's t-shirts. She's selling t-shirts. And like, that'd pay for the season. That would be sweet. That's where we're messing up, dude. The merch game for individual drivers is not on point enough. They do have websites that have the templates to do those over I the I know t- they do. They there's whole booths of those companies at PRI. Yep. Wonder, yeah. I wonder how Dusty would feel about making me some over the top racing shirts for next year. Yeah. Match the new livery. We could I could d- just debut my new livery uh-huh. and my new shirt at the same time. Yeah. That'd be sick. Maybe some Robert Veerhout racing uh, trucker hats. Yeah. And just stuff. Yeah. Don't get too crazy because you're going to end up costing yourself a lot of money. Like cut off shirts and cut off jeans. See, that's too far. Nah, it's not, it's not far enough. No, I'm not wearing cut off shorts. That's because you don't wear shorts. That's true. I don't own a single pair of shorts. But others wear shorts, especially in GA. That's probably true. But, like, who's going to be a pair of shorts? A, a, t-shirt a T-shirt and a hat. Those make sense. The rest of that stuff, that's too far. You're probably right. Hoodies are too expensive for the average fan. But you need crop tops for the ladies. I don't think you'll sell those very well either. No, you won't. Just look at our website. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Which is very difficult to get to. It's kind of our own fault. It's Go to Facebook. Click on Shop. 10 Tents Podcast. That's how dot storeenvy.com. That's how you get to our store. Yep. There's shirts and stuff. And stuff. And stuff. But yes, that's what I want. I'm in on that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Race team names. Yeah. That sort of thing. <clears throat> like there's a lot of those time attack cars that would play well to that. Or the GLTC guys. Like Swenson. You see all the ASM crew sh- Wearing ASM shirts, but you can't buy an ASM shirt. No, they should be selling those. He's got a whole army of people. He should have a booth. I'm surprised just, he doesn't. Just saying. Does his website have a merch I, area? I don't know, probably never been on it. 
I don't remember. I don't know what his website is. I think it's ASM Motorsports. I doubt it's ASM Motorsports. AS Motorsports. Andy Smegard. It might be AS Motorsports. But the M in ASM stands for Motorsports. I, yeah, so. No, it's ASM Motorsports. It's, Duh. it's Automatic Teller Machine Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Shop ASM or Motorsports. <laughs> Shop A. Oh, it is. Shop AS Motorsports. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They got it all. Yeah. But like, I've, they, been here, I've been on this before. They team, don't, team ASM. They should sell those. If they have shirts, they should sell them at apparel. events. They have apparel. Is there a Super K shirt on there? Because I actually do want the Super K shirt. Oh, you can get it on their website. Oh, they well, have yeah, but, but they, should, they should totally have a booth. Yeah. Our drivers are not playing the merch game hard enough. Oh, man. Like at a Heartland, it's probably, well, I mean, maybe Heartland. But like some of those events that... You know, it, it makes sense not to bother. But a festival event or even like Mid-Ohio has a pretty big crowd that pulls into it. Um, the Autobahn event, they have a pretty big crowd because there's a car show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Circuit Legends event. Yep, that would be good. Like, I, I feel like you could probably sell some t-shirts. I think so. Uh, well, uh, look at uh, Heretic's Time Attack. They sell shirts. Well, yeah, but most of those have just been bought by buddies, too. Like, still- yeah, I have both of them, but... They sell shirts, yeah, but and they and, have and, set and up. They, a, ha, they have. They had a few events. at the events, yes. And we had to fight that guy because he was trying to steal one. That's true. That did happen. He wanted it so bad. No, he was he willing stole to steal one it. of the Iowa Man shirts. Oh, I thought he. I he stole one of Dalton's shirts. Either way, we got it back. That's true. We did have to. <laughs> we did have to almost Rochambeau, like or like really fucking fight that guy. Yeah, he was dead serious about stealing. He came that back shirt. the next day. Yeah, he was so upset. He was mad it. that he, we stopped him from stealing from us. Yeah, he we disrespected him by stopping him from stealing our t-shirts. Yeah, some people's children, drunks. Yeah, that's that's probably not right. a driver. Not definitely not a driver. Just saying, yeah. he was not a driver. <laughs> and I never saw that guy again. <clears throat> Yeah, we don't want to go there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, remind everybody, head over to uh, factorfabrication.com for all your fabrication needs. Uh, Boone will hook you up with uh, custom furniture, rails, cages. Uh, it's getting to be about that time of the year where you start planning for next year already. Um, so if you need to do some uh, cool stuff to your car in the off season, like a yes. roll cage or a roll bar, or just some like cool fabrication stuff that uh, just needs someone that's good with metal and welding, uh, Boone and Max are your guys. Factorfabrication.com. What are you uh what are you doing with the Factor Fab team in the coming weeks? Uh so next week, but so if you're listening to this as it comes out, uh-huh. um I will be going with the team. We are going to Autobahn with meeting Stratus Racing and a handful of other teams and we're doing a private test days. That's gonna be so dope. On Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it's actually two full days. Two That's full so days crazy. of Autobahn private testing. So That's it's so cool. Uh going to try to take full advantage of charlie and and the and the stratus racing team and just like pick their brains because they've been very good about sharing insights and data yeah. and like tips and whatnot so i'm hoping to with it just being like a handful of us there that we can all be laid back doing our thing and then just, just all progressing together yeah obviously we'll be progressing further from them but that's fine Yes. Uh, And then you have Sebring. Is that the only race left this season? That's it. And that's in? Uh, Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. Yep. So we got two test days here to start the month. Uh Then then I have 
Grid Life uh, finals in Topeka. Yes. And then I'm helping at the mid of TT event at RPM the following weekend, the, fi- the 15th. It's Not just driving? A, nah, just a single day event. Um, no, the, the Z is done for the year after Topeka. Okay. Just going to park it and then kind of start planning my bit, uh, my rebuild, I guess, fixing. Again? Yeah. Hopefully it's not the major beyond what I already got. Um, and then, uh, then there's a break. And then we go to Sebring. And WRL is doing it big for Sebring. Uh-huh. This is their first um, official, like, spectator event. Oh. So they're having, like, camping and <sighs> GA. And I want to say Damn it, that they got stuff going on out, like, in the evening besides what on-track activities. That sounds so cool. I can't remember the specifics of so it. So I've heard that the 24-hour at Sebring is a party. Is a party with a race... Uh huh. In the background. Yup. And like I've heard that there's people who like they line up days in advance and they have their spots and it gets real dumb. Yup. So that could be an interesting weekend for you. Sebring. Could be if fun. you could be like a mini 24 hour at Sebring. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. That'd be wild. That'd be really cool. That makes me. Super- Assuming there's a track at the end of this weekend because there's currently a hurricane. Oh shit! That's right. Yeah, right. Like right now, we've already been asked if we were sending crews. Yeah, I believe that we are not. I mean, there's multiple people in the GLTC that had tickets that are selling their tickets because they whatever for whether it's their work or whatever um, that they have to go to Florida because they assume it's going to be a catastrophe, which nope. it appears to be. Not going. To, you're not going to Florida, right? Okay. Yet. No, I'm not going. Okay. I if I wanted a traveling job, I'd have one. That's fair. You had one at yeah, one point. Yeah, I did. Many, many, many moons ago. Yeah. Hated it. I get that. But if I wanted to be a storm chaser, then I'd work for a company that chases storms. I specifically chose the place I work at because we don't do that. Local storms are different. I get that. Right. And I want to be a part of the rebuild locally because I, you know, there's some feel good to it. But like, I don't need to go help the people in Florida who have been hit by 10 hurricanes in 10 years. Like, at some point, you just got to give up on Florida, man. <laughs> You just got to accept that that's not where people are supposed to be living. It's fine. I love Florida. I'm I'm excited for Sebring. I'm sure you are. I am. It's going to be great. I'm excited for you being excited for Sebring. There is one event I wanted to do, and obviously my schedule is not going to allow it, but I know a lot of people can. So if you are listening and hearing my voice, uh, RevMatch uh, Racing is doing a three-day event called the Midwest Track Tour that it would be the weekend of October 21 through the 23rd. So it's doing a track day at South Haven, Michigan at Gingerman on Friday. Then you hightail it to Autobahn where you do a track day on Saturday. And then you hightail it to South Beloit for Blackhawk Farms where you do a track day on Sunday. So I think it sounds super fun. The coat the, for 5% off is 10 tenths. Um, you can listen. If you can't remember that, just look at the description of this show. The link is also there. Uh, yeah, I was planning to make it, but this October got busier than I, I mean, I knew it was going to be busy, but it got even busier. Unless you, <laughs> unless you towed the Z from track to track, which kind of defeats, defeats the purpose for me. You don't really have a thing to do that with. No, because I, 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 like, I look at this and go like, well, you kind of want to treat it like a cannonball or like a, like um, a, like a one lap. Yeah. A mini one lap. So you just, yeah. So you but drive like, to each event. But since the mini Cooper is. Being a British city cooper. Yeah, it's just going to stay there. <laughs> I'll eventually think about fixing it. Or not. 
I think it's just K-swap it. It's really not that much more expensive than replacing this 100,000 mile engine, is it? It's just so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Literally, a 100,000 mile engine is almost twice what I paid for the car. Well, there's a reason that when they're broken, they're so cheap. Yep. Because it's so expensive to fix them. So, yeah. No, just taking an engine and putting an engine in, unbelievably expensive. So, like, whatever, whatever if I have to, I'm going to take the engine out and I'm going to have to, like, find exactly the point, that, that part that failed and replace just that. Whether it's the block or something in the head. Like but that's that. probably not that cheap either. No, no. But it's still not three, dollars $4,000. Ugh. That's so dumb. But a K-Swap, the kit's like $2,600. Then you get a but K. the motor's like 400 bucks. Yeah. The, actually, the reason I've talked myself out of that is because, so if, let's say I get a K engine and trans uh-huh. and the kit. Uh-huh. Then I have to get the axles, and I think that those are like $1,000. Oh, because they're custom drive shaft, drive shaft shop axles. Yeah, and I yeah. think that, like, so the kit's like $2,600, plus you have to buy the axles, and, and there's no price on that. And I'm pretty sure it's, like, very expensive. That sucks. Yeah. No, if it was, like, $2,600 plus the K engine and trans, we'd be having a different conversation. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's closer to the $5,000 mark by the time it's all said and done. Well, even if you bought... A $2,600 kit and a $400 engine. You're not done. No, I, I'm fully aware of that life. You've made that. Because you, I mean, I suppose you could use the factory wiring harness on the K-Series, and you could use the, the factory. The kit comes with the harness. And you could use the factory, you use the factory ECU, I assume. I'm not sure how, because like all the instrument cluster works. So like it spiders in somehow. Okay. Supposedly, yeah, supposedly it's just plug and play. Their harness connects to whatever part of the harness, and that'll sh- that's got to be a tight fit because K series engines are really tall. There's, there's, it's not the smallest of shortest of engine bays. Yeah, it's still got to be a really tight. It fit. looks like it fits perfectly in there. There was one with a turbo in it in the picture. I've looked into this way more than I want to admit because <laughs> I want I like the mini. I want to. Oh, drive no, I the get mini. it. I get it, but I don't like that engine. Yeah. And the K engine sounds great. That'd be a great car. Yeah, it'd be like twice the power that came in it. Yeah, it'd be super still fun. be naturally aspirated, so you don't have the headaches of the of the S model with the forced induction that always causes headaches. Uh-huh. uh-huh. No, like I I It'd be a great little car. It'd be a blast. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. To just like do random track days and like just drive it. Take it to local it. TTs yeah. and yes. then drive it to work and get forty miles to the gallon. It'd be perfect. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. No, if, uh, maybe, I mean, I'm just sitting on it. So I mean, eventually I'll come up with a plan and maybe that's the plan. But so what I, what I'm saying here is if anybody sees a K swap, <laughs> a mini K swap kit for sale. Yeah. Send it to Robbie. Post I, it on, post it on the group. Yeah. So, everyone so that we it. can all tag Robbie. In that's it. actually, I'm not mad at that actually. That's, that's where I'm at yeah. on this. It's like every time I see it. Because if, if we can find Robbie a $1,000 K-Swap kit, then suddenly $1,000 axles doesn't seem that bad. I'm, I'm a lot more in on it at yeah. that point. Yeah. I He'd can, be dumb not to. Yep. I'd, I'd be good with that. Right. We can start building that project. We had already, last week, we had found you a K in a box. Which yeah, is, it sold immediately, though. It was the right amount of disassembled for you to buy it uh-huh. and then annoy me by you just throwing it back together again. And it I would have checked some stuff. Perfectly fine. Would have got new bearings and, and rings and stuff. <sighs> so annoying. Shit just works. It doesn't though, Robbie. It's a carburetor. You just throw them on and they work. It's <sighs> magic. Don't get me 
started on carburetors. <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to do this cool uh, track day event, I do want to hear about it because I'm disappointed that I don't get to make it. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, it looks it looks super fun, and it's gonna be with a, a bunch of fun guys and gals. So it'll be it's gonna be a really good event, and uh, looks like a lot of fun. Ugh. We have a topic. We do. This I've been sitting on this for a while. Chris, um, fan of the show, had had brought this to me, and I've kind of thought every time March rolls around, I think about something like this. Yeah, a March Madness thing because um, you're a big March Madness guy. That's I follow Iowa State basketball, right? And I like college basketball even more. Like I used to really follow the NBA, not so much, but like not, like college basketball, I follow, and I'm a big fan of Iowa State, obviously, right? And then. March, like for the first round of the March Madness, I kind of prioritize watching just all of it. Okay, that's kind of like I just I, I get I get into it. I get into I, the the madness that is having literally zero interest in basketball or college sports or anything like that. I do often enjoy the upsets that always happen in round one of March Madness. Yep, like nothing makes me happier than the fucking. I can't remember. The 32 seed winning the first... Uh, it's a 16 seed, but yeah. Whatever. Um, so, who was I dating? I was either just... Start, I was either... I was either dating Elizabeth, and it had, to, it had to be when I just started dating Jess, because it was the first time in history that the 16 seed upset the number one seed. Wasn't that... Virginia lost to uh, whoever, you know, Popcorn I thought State. you and I had done it. Yeah, but they've never been a 16 seed. Oh. They were always like a, you know, a 12 seed or whatever. Okay. So they were... in the history of the tournament, okay. never had a 16 seed upset a number 1 seed. And Dude, was, that's the best. And it was like like the record was like 500 and whatever to 0, you know? <laughs> and so like it it happened. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Virginia. And uh and I was and I was like super pumped about it and like and and Jess was just like, "So, you don't get it. It's the 16 no, seed. No, like, I, I don't care, but like the level of, of upset that people get, like, my fucking bracket is ruined, bro. It's ruined. First round, and it's already ruined. And they're just like so mad about it. That's how I am with fantasy football. And my I team just, sucks already. I love that. And also, I really, I mean, I, I can get behind a, a Cinderella story, you know? Like, oh, I can yeah. get behind that. That's cool. Yep. Even if I don't care. No, like, um, Florida Gulf Coast, when they made that big run a handful of years ago, I was a Florida Gulf Coast fan for that week. Well, you and I, I has done it more than once, yep. where they've made it shockingly deep into Sweet the tournament. 16, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Then, yeah, then they, it finally comes back around. The, the team that's supposed to win slaughters them, and then they yeah. go on to... Uh, yeah. Then it's well, Duke and North Carolina in the championship. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, it's still fun. Yeah. I, and nothing makes me happier than people getting that mad about... Something that could not matter less. Yes. No, I remember when like I was taking it. Boohoo, you lost your 20 fucking dollars. Sometimes it's more than that, Adam. Well, that's true. So in the spirit of uh, of the bracket, Chris Reister, friend of the show, has gone back to previous episodes that we've done where we did our He FM- put some serious work into it this. It is. So I, I can appreciate on that. episode 211, and I think it's episode 71... Not important right now. Yeah, uh, we we played the games of fuck, Mary kill. Uh-huh. So we picked cars, and uh, so we I brought some for you to choose between. You brought some for me to choose between, 
So of those cars, we have the cars that we chose to keep. Yep. So Mary. Yep. And then the char- cars that we chose to crush. Yep. And then Reister here made a uh, list of all of the cars that we each chose to keep. Yes. As well as all of the cars that we chose to crush. And now we are doing it elimination style. Pick your car you keep forever based on the keepers you have chosen in previous episodes and the worst of the worst car you're crushing because it is the worst car of all of the cars. And I have your bracket and my bracket right okay, here. I was trying to save this on my phone. So I couldn't that. do it very well, so I just wrote them out by hand. Well, I my, have ex- my printer stopped working. I have Excel on my phone, so... So how do you want to... You, I brought... You know, on brand, you have 17 cars on your bracket, so there's, yeah. there's a buy for one car. I have yeah. 14 cars on my lists. Um, I think you just we just go through, go like, back? from start to finish on one of your brackets and then one of mine. We go back and forth? I don't think we go back and forth. I, conf- I think you just finish a bracket, and then the other guy will finish a bracket. A round or the whole bracket? Well, I'll just do, like, the winner bracket. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll do my winner bracket, and then you can do your loser bracket. I got you. And then I'll do my because otherwise it gets confusing. I think, and this way we can focus. As a listener, I feel like that'll be easier to follow. That's fair. Um, so I don't think he took the time to seed them. Some of them I think are are, but I think uh, he, I think he mated them up pretty fairly. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. They're they're like the F forty and the P one are grouped together. He didn't put the F40 and a Previa next to each other because that would have been too easy. Yep. So, like, he he put the time into, you know, kind of listing them out in like categories. Yep. So, let's start with my keeper list. Okay. Do you want to you want do you want to read them? I can read them for you, and then you can decide what you're doing. Okay. So. I remember some of these, so I can kind I, of talk about them. It brought, uh, memories came flushing yeah, back. So I remember <clears throat> I did a couple of what at the time were some of the like top-level worldwide time attack cars that I was most interested in. Yes. Um, and one of those cars was, was is what the team calls the 1-to-1 R8, uh, which is a twin-turbo. I think it's actually a V8 and not a V10. I can't remember now, though. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, but it's a twin turbo, whatever engine, wild, arrowed out, world time attack competitor, Audi R8. It has. It doesn't have wings. It has tables. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> it's it's a splitter the size of a. It's quintessential like big wing unlimited time attack. Yep, for sure. Um, and then Robbie picked that one. As, yeah, the R8, the one to one R8 as his keeper in that that particular round. Uh, and then the car he's going to have to choose against, which I think I already know what he's choosing. Uh, there was one where I tried to force him into choosing an Audi TT. Yep. And I was not successful. Correct. He chose, I gave him a good car, an R34 GTR. Great car. Because I didn't want, I didn't want him to pick a, the just because it was a, a you know, two bad cars. I wanted to give it a really good car with a really bad consequence. Yeah. So the consequence to taking the GTR was that there's an Imagine Dragon CD on infinite repeat that you cannot remove. That's so mean. 
What right. I, I, I've done a lot of bad things in my life, but that that's I don't deserve so, that. But the flip side of it was the Audi TT with a video screen radio and a repeat of Butcher Baby's music videos. That's such a good, that's such a good option, though. <laughs> and you chose the R thirty four, Robbie. I did choose the R thirty four. I could get over it. I, yeah, I, I convinced myself I could get over it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, those are that's round one for your for so your win bracket. The one to one R eight. Yes, which or is an, a, a completely over the top time attack build. Yeah, or a. We didn't get into specifics, but it's an R34. We'll just say it's this blue one in the picture. Yep, GTR. It's got some tastefully done mods. Nothing, sure. Nothing over the top. Some lit, but that know. Imagine Dragon CD on. That, it's, just, and the volume knob is broken. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. You can't shut it off nope. for sure. Radioactive. <laughs> just repeat. Uh, Every day you're getting into work. Like, Man, I don't want to go to work. Wham! Hits you, Robbie. Imagine Dragons. That would wake me up. Obviously, I'm taking the one-to-one R8. Oh, really? Hot damn. I thought for sure. I'm not listening to Imagine Dragons when I can listen to the R8. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Out of your mind? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Like, these are keepers forever, so I got to... It could sit next to the Mini Cooper when they're both broken. <laughs> <laughs> Still driving my fucking Focus. Because <laughs> that doesn't break. <laughs> for you. Not only that... I I had a I uh, when Jess um they t- I think I talked about it on the show when Jess had it jumped a couple times oh yeah it, yeah it yeah. killed a bunch of fuses yeah and like so the radio died and I'm like what the fuck right so I went through and like one by one checked every fuse uh-huh. and like there's a few dead fuses I replaced all of them check engine lights gone everything's like it's perfect like everything's just running perfectly <laughs> the radio's back there's no check engine light everything works except the air conditioning and I, you know what i might actually fix that over the winter just because you put you put an <laughs> amount of effort into that car that like i really couldn't have because i needed it i i get it you know yep but like it's and i'm i'm glad that it's working out for you but it's also kind of frustrating i understand cuz that's all reliable for me now. Yeah. It's well, almost at 200,000 miles now. I'm going to hit that here pretty soon. Crazy. It's it's kept almost 7,000 miles off my truck in the edge this year. Yeah. It's the best car. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. My Blazer's pushing 300K now. No shit? Yeah. I only drive it like twice a year, though. Yeah. But it's pushing 300K. Uh, then when you I do. didn't talk about that. You did when you said, like, you just, you put, you, uh... You, it battery's dead, so you just went and jumped it, and then just well, yeah, drove but, it. So I had to drive it last weekend when I went to the Pontiac Uprising with my dad. I had to get to oh. my dad's house, and my my wife and kids didn't go with me. Okay, so I had to I had to do that again. Jump start the Blazer, put some air in a tire, drove it to my dad's. <laughs> totally uneventful at four o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I kind of got I. I was I could either drive down there Thursday night or I could get up at the butt crack of dawn on Friday morning and I had kind of a shitty Wednesday night into Thursday and then had to do a little work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, it's easier for me to get up real early and drive than it is for me to try and not fall asleep and drive at night. So I went to bed and I got up at like three o'clock in the morning and drove to my place of work, swapped vehicles, jump started the blazer, put had that cigarette lighter air compressor. Uh, got the tire aired up a ways, 
Uh, and off you went. Off I went. <laughs> Air conditioner doesn't work anymore. It's it's oh. been it's bled out, which oh, shoot. is expected. I was I was hoping that was all but the problem, but that was not literally the second time I've driven it. All year. This year, the last time I drove it was when I took it to Omaha for Superlap. Wow. And otherwise, it sat in the parking lot at the place I work at the whole fucking time. <laughs> I mean, you got to appreciate that it just works. It just works. After you start jump start it, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, it just works. Yeah, yeah it's got a battery drain. Yeah. All right. So next one, number two. Uh, I don't have any background on these. I don't remember, I don't remember these remember specifically. Uh, but a 2002 STI, which I don't think we could get an STI. <laughs> Bug eye in the United States of America. I don't remember. So I don't know either way. Uh, and a G8 GXP. This is a good matchup because I do. They're both four door kind of fun cars, which Robbie in the past has not been super keen on no. four door fun cars. But they're there's also a, not there's a like, couple that, but they're also not like dumb over the top. Right. Four door fun cars. Yeah. No, like if there were two to pick between. Yeah, these are these totally are, these are, these these are, are totally sensible. These are not out of the realm of like Robbie Daily drivers in my mind. No, so it'd be a I got this. I'll be quick. So it's a G8 GXP. So it's it's the the big V8. Yep, which is awesome. Yep, or the 2002 STI, which I do I do like those that that year of. Uh, that guy's uh, my favorite of the WRX. I think we talked. I think we talked about it on the show that Andrew, my roommate in college, had one. Not, yeah. not the STI, but he just had a WRX. Yep. yep. And like I'd never been in one at the time, and we just he drove it to class. I'm like, this is this is fucking nice. It's a nice car. They're not bad cars. It was like I couldn't believe how light the door was because it was like aluminum, and it was just like it doesn't weigh anything. Well, yeah, but I'm going with the GXP. Yeah, boy. Obviously, yeah, boy. I mean, you can't not right because the G8 is so good, and Luke Stilly made it great. Ah, they're so his is so cool. So I just love it so, so much. So good. Yeah. It's the best drift car ever. It is. Four door drift cars are the best drift cars. Big drift cars. Big are better. Big body drift cars. Yes. Uh I don't like big body drag cars. Nope. I do like big body drift cars. We agree completely. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So uh next up another match I don't really have any uh background to. I don't remember I specifically. I wanna say I I, I can't remember the specifics. I'm know sure that this so this one came from me. Probably both of these came from me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Toyota Previa, which is basically an MR2 minivan. Yep. Mid-engined, could get them supercharged. They're rear-wheel drive, Robbie. Yep. I'm just playing it up. Or the <laughs> the Caliber SRT4, which uh, apparently make pretty decent rally cars. Did I even take a picture of that? No, <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> I went through. And no, he's like, nah, fuck it. I'm not even, I went through and saved all the I won't pictures. Even, I think I, I think it's on my list too. It's, so it, maybe you can. find I think it I in saved there. it in your list. Maybe you can find it in there. But uh, yeah, Caliber SRT4, kind of an atrocious little car. He didn't get either either one. That's funny. No, because I think you kept it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I thought I did. Oh, look at that. All right, Caliber SRT4, uh, which looks kind of like a shitty minivan. Yeah, just but smaller and. Uglier. It doesn't have the most important thing about a minivan, though, Robbie. Manual transmission? Sliding. No, they're all probably... Actually, I think they're all manual. The SRT4 models... Are there? The Neon was all... You couldn't get an automatic. Good for them. And that's I would assume that that's probably the same way with the Caliber. Good. 
Uh, but it doesn't have the one thing that is the most important part about a minivan, which that is not a minivan. It's a small crossover. It it's like the size of your RAV, except lowered. And it's bigger. The RAV4 is smaller. No, not the new RAVs, but the older RAVs. I don't know that it's that much bigger. They're it's pretty more small. Like a, it's more like a Rogue. I mean, it's built on a neon chassis. No, really? Yeah, it's a neon. They're that small? It's basically a neon station wagon. You're not selling me on this car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to, Robbie. I'm, not, I'm just trying to put out the facts. Yep. But it doesn't have the sliding doors in the back. No. And that is the most important part about a minivan. Uh, you're right. No more door dings. So. Or a Previa. Supercharged. Toyota Reliability. Rear engine. I've seen drift versions of them. Look like an egg. They're great looking vehicles, Robbie. We have our first upset of the weekend. <laughs> it's the Previa. I'm taking the Previa. It's not really that shocking to me. Not taking the caliber. That one's going to be a harder decision for me than it was for you. The next so. one. This one's going to be not that tough for you, actually. No, it won't. One of my favorite cars ever. Well, actually, both of these. Both of these are probably, if I had to make like a top three cars of all time list, these it's, are probably, probably close to that top yeah, three. Probably in the, I don't know where they'd land. But they'd be on that list. Yep. Top five for sure. The Ferrari F40. Yep. One of the greatest vehicles of all time. I won't disagree with that at all. Just an incredible piece of machinery. Uh, and the McLaren P1. Yep. Again, one of the greatest cars of all time. An incredible piece of machinery. I watched just last weekend, I watched Chris Harris's video with the hypercar trio oh, of the yeah. time. Yep. The LaFerrari, the P1, and the 919. 918. 918. 919 is the LMP car. Yep. Uh, and it just made me fall in love with the P1 all over again. It's probably one of the most aesthetically pleasing cars ever. And it's also my... one of the... And the... Like, just an incredible performance. performance car. Yeah. Like, I that the 720S is probably just as fast or faster. Don't care. But I wouldn't take the 720S over the P1 in any situation, ever. Well, like, the Senna is faster. I would it take the look, P1 it, it over doesn't, the... Yeah, it doesn't I'd look take as the good. P1 over the Senna. For sure. I love, uh, like, pretty much anything... McLaren does. I love it. I can't really disagree with any of I that. really, really like McLaren. If I was a rich guy, I'd own a multitude of McLarens. I, I, could, I could be a McLaren uh, guy. Snooty guy. Like just, oh, for sure. That's what I'm looking for. I feel like you don't have to be a dick like you do with a Ferrari. No, I think McLaren... Like it's it's niche. I, I don't want to say niche because it's not. No, but, but they, they're, they're eccentric. Yeah. I think you got to be a little eccentric. A little weird, which is fine. I'm good with that. Yeah, no. Honestly, I, I, I cannot explain why. Like, if that was an F50, it'd be a harder decision for me. Yeah, yeah. For, for whatever reason, I I have the F50. Like, I just... I, think I, don't, I don't get it either, I don't... I, I, but it's obviously the P1. Yeah. That's I mean, one of the best cars ever. Honestly, I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm not even going to argue with you. So, up next, a 98 NSX... Cool cars. Great cars. Probably the best car Honda's ever made. Yeah, I'll say that, too. I'll go with that. I mean, it's no Odyssey, but it's probably still the best <laughs> car they ever made. This is uh, probably even easier to work on. Or another 
just stunningly aesthetically pleasing car. Uh, the FD RX7. Probably one of the best cars Mazda's ever made. Oh, the best car Mazda's ever made? Yes. The best. Yep. For sure. This is a toughie. This this one's These hard. are two of like these are these are very similar cars in the in the enthusiast world. Uh they kind of both they're, they're held in the, the same the, yeah, the high regard. Yeah. Uh they're both incredible halo cars for Japanese like classic manufacturers. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. This this is harder than I thought it and would like, be. And like you really want an FD. You do. But do you want to deal with an FD? You really don't. But like a Honda is it's stone dead reliable, but I don't know that it has as much of the excitement and stupidity that I kind of want. See, I think a couple of years ago, I would have been like, FD, no problem. I think I've totally 180'd on this. Yeah. As, like in the last handful of the years. The NSX is a driver's car. Yep. Which uh, you used to be all about, but now you've got a bunch of nannies in the Z, so I'm not sure that's where we're at anymore. Well, it can't, can't be anything better than mid-pack without them. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with the NSX. Yeah. Yep. I, I wouldn't call this an upset though. I don't think that's an upset either. No. no. That's. I mean, there's. This is one of those where you're like, I'd be happy with either one. There's no it. wrong answer yep. in that one. Yep. Yeah, at the end of the day, you end up with a fantastic car. Yes. But if if you pick the NSX, you'll be able to jump in it and drive it anytime you want. The FD, you're probably going to have to work on it occasionally. It's going to cost you. So. It is what it is. Uh, up next, these are, are probably the least sensible match, but it had to happen. But at they some kind point. of. But at the same time, yeah, I can see someone shopping for both. They would be both kind. Of, they're both kind of like good over the top daily drivers. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the 2019 Raptor. Which I don't know if is 19 new enough that you can't get it with the V. I couldn't remember, and I didn't look. I, I I think the first. Gen 1 was the V8, and then Gen 2 was the non-V8, and then I think they're going back to the V8. Yes, they are. Because, obviously. Um, let's pretend it has a V8. Okay. Uh, and then it's match. Just We didn't have any specific years or anything like that. It's I, just... I, I did... It's an older one, in my opinion. It's just Carrera. Porsche Carrera. A 911 Carrera. Isn't that like a Michael has? That was similar yeah. to what, what Michael had. Yes. Rest in peace. Um, a nice car. I watched him try to do an oil change, or listened about how to do yeah, an oil yeah. change on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I want nothing to do with his, that. His, his, <laughs> buy, his story about buying that car. Still one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. And what happened with his at-the-time girlfriend. Yep. Still one of my favorite stories. Yep. Fucking hilarious. I made sure that podcast happened. I was I was in the East Coast calling in from a hotel. Oh, like, so funny. No, we're doing this podcast. So funny. It cannot wait. So funny. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah. If actually if you if you are new to the show and you haven't um listened to like older episodes, go back and find the episode back when Michael Beck was still on the show. Uh, this would well, actually, I don't think that he revealed to us in the show where we talked, where you, because I wasn't there. It was just you two. It was us two. Uh, where he talked about going to pick up the car. I think when he told us the story about not telling his girlfriend, that happened a few episodes later. Oh, right. So I don't know what, I don't know where that would be. But the, but the story of him 
picking this car out, flying to it, and then buying it, and just driving it, it, home. it just yeah, it's it's such a good episode. I can't remember, like it's obviously like probably in the hundreds episode hundred something. Uh, I don't think it's that long ago. I do. It might be. It's actually. been like three years since he's been on the show. That's true. He has been gone for a long time, <laughs> longer than we've done this. Like he's been gone. Yeah, you and I have been doing, doing this longer than we did it with him. Right. That's crazy. So it's it's probably in the hundreds somewhere. So yeah, yeah, it might be one of the older episodes. And then if someone's really thoughtful, they'll post it on the consortium for everybody else to find. There you go. Um, that being said, I think you're picking the Raptor. It's obviously the Raptor. Yeah, that's that's you know you know me pickup guy. That's a uh, seed one beating a seed sixteen. That's yeah. I put the Carrera a little higher than a sixteen, but but it was a pretty obvious choice. Yeah, it was a pretty safe choice on if I was making a bracket for you and. And I was trying not to get any upsets. That's a pretty safe choice. Uh, yep the the money was in was yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because you've expressed an interest in owning one of these as a as a I, st- I, st- I still have a proper interest in that vehicle. Yeah, but so. it doesn't tow like the one I already have. So yeah, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. And then the last one, which again, I think this is just a slam dunk walk away for you. Uh. One of your favorite cars, I think, the Silvia S15, the it, last of the great S chassis. Yep. Well, the Nissan S chassis, anyway. The real S chassis. Nah, I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, up against one of my favorite cars, the Consolier GTP, a Mosler with a Dodge, turbo Dodge Omni engine in it. This is like a one seed going as a 16 seed. Yeah, this for I have, no, sure. I have almost no interest like, in the consulier. The consulier could not. I'm not the guy. That if if there were, like, if I wrote a a list of six things that Robbie looks for in a car, <laughs> not a single one of those boxes would get checked by that car. <laughs> I can appre- I can appreciate that car. Yeah, it's a very interesting car, but man, it's not mine. It's it's. Aesthetically, not what Robbie's looking for. Nope. It's painfully 80s. Yep. It's pretty god awful. Yep. It's not an engine you're probably in any way, shape, or form interested in. Nope. Uh, yeah. I, I'll take just, the SR20. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> just don't open it, Robbie. All right. So then now we go to. Should we do my my win bracket? Are, are we are we doing rounds? Oh are, are yeah we yeah yeah. We got it. No, you're we right. Finish. You're right. We, we got to go all the way in. Yep. Okay, this Great is going to be interesting. We'll we'll knock this out a little quicker though. So then, oh, that makes the S fifteen. The S fifteen now is on a buy because it's on on an uneven number. Okay, does it even out eventually though? How does that work? Well, eventually I have to pick one. Right, it'll, it'll eventually come down to two. Okay, all right. If you say so. Since we didn't seed these, I'm just going to go off for like, well, the S fifteen's by itself now. Yeah. Which, so now that which means, will make things interesting. So that means that the R the one to one R eight. Yep. was the first round, and you picked then the G8 GXP, so those have to go against each other. Yes. So those are those couldn't be more different. A stock G8 GXP, one of the most heavily modified Audis on the planet. I I I worded that wrong. I worded that poorly. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I worded that very poorly. A dead, reliable Pontiac G8. <laughs> <laughs> or the most work I've ever done ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's... R8. Okay. All right, cool. The R8. I support that. I I would have a hard time saying no to a proper race car. That, that's a as proper, proper as they get. Proper time attack race so car. So the next one, again... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sell me on it, Adam. <laughs> Mid-engined, rear-wheel drive, supercharged. Superchargers make great noises. Toyota reliability, Robbie. Manual transmission? Manual transmission is an option. But it, the that, other car does not have a manual transmission, it has, Robbie. It has, it Flappy has, paddles all day. And it's a plug-in hybrid. It's a, it's a fucking hybrid. So a Toyota Previa or a plug-in hybrid <laughs> McLaren B1. What direction are we going, Adam? Just scratch the Previa off and let's move on. B1! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, P one is going to end up P1. All right. And then NSX. Ooh, this is a little bit more interesting. This is interesting. An NSX on a Raptor. That's an interesting mixture. An Acura NSX, even bone stock, versus what the Raptor, however way I would want it, I would. The I the, don't the NSX I don't, makes more sense for you. I don't see a scenario where I would grab the keys to the Raptor. If really? Those, if those two, if those two are sitting on a table and they're like, "Have fun this afternoon." You're in. There's no way I'm you're grabbing in Baja, the Baja, California. Are there paved roads? There are. There are some paved mountain roads, and there is a million acres of open nothingness. Huh. See now, now it's a, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The scenario changes. Yeah, see, but it's forever. That's the thing. That's this, fair. Is, this is forever. Forever. Fair. Right. Okay. So then, yeah, definitely. There's not a scenario where I'd take the the Raptor. No. I think I'd take the NSX. You're stuck with this for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel less upset about, like, every time I put gas in it, I'm not going to be nearly as mad. Yeah, because you'll be putting gas in the Raptor a lot. <laughs> but then again, I would drive the NSX like an asshole. So I'm well, putting yeah, gas but in it's that still a, a Honda. still a naturally aspirated six-cylinder Honda with a coefficient of drag of next to nothing. So it's probably still does pretty good on gas. Yeah, it probably does actually. So I still think of that video of of Senna just wheeling that one around the and he's in freaking loafers. Loafers. <laughs> They're driving loafers. It's fine. Got and it. then the S fifteen just moves on. The S fifteen gotta buy for whatever reason. So then now we're down to four. Yep. The final four. So that works well. The final four. These match up actually really Ooh. well. These match up really well. Ooh, that's interesting. All right. So, so we the R eight one to one. Or a P1. The R8 one-to-one will put it out a better lap time. It'll make you earn it. Yes, and you'll only get Both one physically of them. and You'll only get one yeah, of them. Yeah, physically and financially. But you're going you're gonna to physically and financially earn the laps of the P1, too. Fair. Fair. But you'll get at least two. Probably. So twice as much track time. Yep. And it's going to be slower. Yep. But I mean, it is yeah, plus it is. you got to plug it in at night. Yeah, it's a plug-in hybrid. I mean, yeah, um, that's a little tougher. It is, but I feel like, and I was gonna be like, yeah, but the P one's got a lot of carbon fiber, but they both have all carbon yeah. fiber. Yeah, but I'm not even gonna be mad if you pick the P one. More of the P one. Yeah, for the rest of my life, yeah, I want the P one. Sorry, that's fair. I would actually maybe if the R eight was dialed back. For what, if it was a track mod car prob- instead of like, an unlimited class, yeah, car. or like like a like a like a GT four car, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Like, like like I say, it was a new Nissan Z GT four. Okay, you know that'd be a little harder sell. Where you could actually put in full sessions with yeah. it and stuff like that. That would make sense. Honestly, if the Brabham BT six two was on this list, it wouldn't even matter. I'd be like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> let's, let's not Just even do this anymore. I don't care if it's slower. That's the one. 
The Brabham BT62. That's the best car in the world. All right, fair enough. And then this is a little harder, Robbie. Harder than I thought it would be. These are actually like... This is a better matchup than the FD and the NSX. Yeah, this this is like a number three and a number four seed yeah. meeting in the finals. This, this is a good this is a good fight here. The NSX, the S fifteen. Handful of years ago, I would have gone the other way. Yeah, I was gonna say there's I, like when we started this podcast, I would have been like, Well, this is pointless. Yeah. Let's just put the S fifteen in there and then he's gonna pick the P one at the end. But like I think you're taking the NSX I am home. Taking, I am taking the NSX home. Man. Who would have thought that there'd be a Honda in the final round? This is why they call it March Madness <laughs> in October. It's October Madness, baby. October Madness. That's uh, the name of the show for sure, right? No, I have some comments I'm pretty sure I'm going to make about you later that I might make it to. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? <sighs> he says it with the shirt of my face on it. Oh, yeah. Um, so the finals for me. The for P1 keeping- and the NSX. Nah, it's got to be the P1. Yeah, it's got to be the P1. I have, I have to pick the plug-in hybrid. and, and that, That's it, it, one of the best cars ever made. It is arguably yeah. the best car ever made. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, with that, you. That being said, the NSX is one of the best cars ever made. It's an interesting car, but it's not a P1. Nope. So my keep forever car is a McLaren P1 to the surprise of not a lot of people. That would have been probably the number one seed. Going if if someone had ranked these, that probably would have been the number one seed. It's pretty high up. It's it's for sure top three on my list, and I have that same matchup, which is going to make my life really fucking difficult. I'm looking forward to this. All right, so <clears throat> so my win bracket. I think I have a few harder choices than you. I th- I think you do too. I think that some of the matchups Actually, for you some are of really ours, good. Some of ours are the same choices which is interesting all right so adam's keepers yeah so first up i chose the audi tt with the butcher babies uh tv you did and then and that's going up against andy forrest's time attack Sub- time attack subaru which he does not own anymore the car he has now is arguably more bonkers that's wild uh it's a lotus seven Ooh. Rep. It's not a Lotus, but, but it's yeah. it's what it's one of the it's a Caterham or whatever it is, right? Okay. Uh with a V eight in it that's twin turboed and just like the most ungodly amount of arrow. And it is so fast. So stupid. When you watch his in cars, it's like he's in fast forward. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah. But Andrew Forrest's uh Subaru, which is that and, car even a thing anymore? So my understanding somewhere? of it is that it was sold to some people in Germany and that they, I don't know that it's seen any real appreciable track time since. Hmm. That's too bad. As is often the case with cars that are that wild that get sold to somebody else. They buy them with the intentions of doing things and then realize, holy fuck. This costs 10 grand every time I turn the key. Right. And, and like maybe I've been off more than I can chew. So that car... Uh, has a, I think it had a six cylinder Subaru boxer motor in it. Okay. Uh, turboed, obviously. Um, had a GTR transaxle. Okay. And then had to make the arrow work, had, uh, the front input shafts because the GTR has a drive shaft that runs back to the transaxle and then it must have another one that comes back up front to drive the front wheels. 
Oh yeah, th- yeah. I so it must so. have like two full length drive shafts. I haven't been under a GTR in a while. Right. I don't so. Yeah, I don't spend a lot of time. Yeah, that's GTRs. exactly how it works out. Yeah, I don't yeah know. obviously. So, but he, instead of having two full length drive shafts, because that's not going to work well for the undercar arrow, because that thing has some of the most insane tunnels underneath it you've ever seen. Uh-huh. It has two uh, drag bike spec chains. I do remember Running that. from the back all the way to the front of the car. Yikes. It's like next between the the walls of the tunnel and the outside of the car. Jeez, I yeah, I so remember. The I front remember wheels that. are driven by basically drag bike spec chains. So it's a chainsaw, is what you're telling me. So it's pretty. It's pretty wild. All right, so it's, Adam, wild. it's so cool. Adam, do you want a yeah. Time Attack chainsaw? Yeah. Or do you want an Audi TT with a Butcher Babies music I, video? I'm not. I'm I'm pretty pretty low on my list of things I need in my life is an Audi TT. So, that is a smart choice financially. Not well, that, maybe not, not that, financially. Not but. that uh, a time attack, an unlimited class time attack Subaru is high on my list of things I need in my life, but it's higher. But uh, I'd choose that for sure. Yeah, that's fair. So next up, um, Golf Mark IV R32. Whew. Glad that wasn't on my list. Waste of time. Well, there's a reason it wasn't on your list. <laughs> it's I not, got crushed. It might be on your other list. Actually, I think it is. Uh, or the G8 GXP. We both chose a G8 GXP in whatever scenarios these were. Uh, but I apparently chose a Golf Mark IV instead of... Um, what did you choose? What was it? The 2002 STI. Oh, yeah. So they must have been hot hatches of sorts. Small all-wheel drive four-door cars, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, you know, the STI. No, because the hatch. because the Golf Mark IV is a two-door. Yeah, uh, I think they were we we're trying to get something similar. I would take. I think I'd take the Golf. Wow! I really they're super cool. That so that I'll, is I will write that down. That Golf is the R thirty-two. That is uh, V six, or not really? It's a VR six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the motor that is kind of V-shaped but has one head. Because the the angle is very small and they're and the head gasket looks super funky. I th- I have seen that. That's weird. Um and they sound really weird. <clears throat> you don't say. People call them wookies. Oh, no wonder. Cuz they they kind of have like this weird growl to them. Okay. And uh all-wheel drive manual it's it's cool. I like it. I think I'd choose that over a Pontiac. I mean, I really appreciate how you are playing this. <laughs> your how you are. I was gonna name this. It's the list that Adam disappoints his father. It's a half breed. So we're already so it's there. Fine. Yeah. So first choice to choose against the Pontiac done. Yep. All right. Adam disappoints his father. Step one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I saw this coming. Uh, next up, I also chose the Toyota Previa in whatever situation that was. Because uh, of course we did. Yeah. They're so cool. They're good. Certainly one of the most interesting minivans that money can buy. I mean, not that that's like... That's not saying a whole lot, but... <laughs> I'm, but uh, up against one of my favorite little cars. But yeah, this is where it gets interesting because that's not. this might not be an easy choice. It's, it's a pretty easy choice for me. The Chevy HHRSS. A vehicle that I adore. Every time I see one, I get giddy. I'll just write it down. Yep, already. just write it down, Robbie. Adam the chose HHRSS. the HHRSS. The longer I live, 
the more I fall in love with that stupid little thing. If you're listening to my voice right now, you should go to the Ten Tens Consortium and show Adam all of the HHRSSs available. No, right no now. I don't have any money. <clears throat> the bank says otherwise. I have no reason to own a car, Robbie. I've driven that is the perfect daily. I've driven my track car. I've driven my daily twice this year, Robbie. You could drive this to and from the track. You could take it to Topeka. I don't know about that one. That's, yeah, well, they do it on one lap all the time. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Next up, what's going to be a much harder decision for me. Yep. Either way, I'm going to have to to knock out one of my favorite cars that has ever been made. A Ferrari F40, the McLaren P1. I think... So... If I'm doing this purely off emotion... You have to. I think I do a different answer than if, like what you prefaced earlier, you said, this is my forever car. It says it right here. Keepers forever. So if this is a forever car, I think I have to choose the P1. Okay. But if I'm doing this purely on emotion... And just like, what's gonna like what, when you can when you're when too I, old to drive? What car I, do you want sitting in your driveway? When I walk out of my house and I walk into my garage, what car is gonna make my heart beat faster every single day? It's the four. It's the F forty. So which so which car do you want sitting there when you're too old to drive? The Ferrari. Is that what we're doing here? I think so. Okay. I don't like it. Keepers forever. I don't like it, Robbie. But I love it. Okay. But it hurts me. I <laughs> it hurts me a lot. It hurts me badly. Suck it, P1. That's what happens when you get upset. <sighs> F- that was 40. like that F- was like a, a, a one seed and a two seed. Someone had to go down. Yeah, that's fair. So next up is a very weird combination. I'm not sure how I ended up with this combination. Uh, What sort of scenario managed to get me to choose a BMW Z3 as a thing I would keep over two other cars? I don't remember either. Uh, (laughs) But we clearly set it up on purpose this way. And I, because what did I choose? I I think it was the RX-7. That should have gone against the Raptor. Are you sure? Which was, uh, well, I assume that these are. Oh, I'm trying to think of what paired the pre- together the, the same way. Yeah, I'm thinking of the previous. Uh, and so, you, if you assuming these were in the same pairings, you chose a Carrera and a 2019 Raptor. What was the other car? I have a Raptor and a BMW Z3. All right, so you you picked a Z3 over Somehow a Carrera. I mean, I and, think and I would, you, and you for sure picked it because it was a clown shoe. If I would, if I was renting and crushing one of those, the P, the Carrera or the Z3, I would rent the Z3 and crush the Carrera. But I don't know what the third one was that managed to make me buy that. It should be on the first page of the of the. Excel oh, there is overall choices. Yeah, oh, look at this. He, look he, at he this. did his documentation. So yeah, look at this guy. Okay. Uh oh. What. Episode 211? What? Or episode 71? Uh, it was a Porsche Carrera. It was yep. 211. Yep. A Porsche Carrera. A BMW Z3. Yep. Man, I must have been feeling really down about myself that day. <laughs> what car do we put back? A 2001 Audi TT. Yeah. <laughs> How did I... <sighs> I must have been feeling real you, shitty. About you rented that. you rented the TT. I rented the TT. Yeah, for sure. I crushed the you you crushed the Carrera I, I crushed and you the kept Carrera the Z3 mostly despite Michael. 
That sounds right. Probably. Yeah. But I can't believe I chose a Z3 over an Audi TT. You were just trying to be on Booney's good side. I doubt that. <laughs> I very much doubt that. So, anyway. So you picked a clown shoe. <clears throat> and you know what, Robbie? Against a 2019 Ford Raptor, I'm probably going to pick it again. <laughs> I don't like the Raptor. Why not? Because it doesn't serve... Is because it's so freaking wide it has to have lights on it no, on the side? No, doesn't bother me. Is it because it's so tall you need a stepladder? No, because I bet you it's not any taller than the truck I drive for work every day. That's probably true, yes. Because it's a three-quarter ton. Yeah, that's probably the exact same height. dumb. But... Look at that. The mirrors aren't as stupid as so yours, though. where we live, uh-huh. the Raptor doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. You could drive it on my gravel road to my house. I mean, hanging. I could drive my Audi TT, or I could drive a BMW Z3 on the gravel road to your house. People too. have done that, yes. That wouldn't be any issue. No, no, it wouldn't. Not 90% of the time, no. Right. Would, wouldn't yeah. be a problem. Yeah. I just, I don't hate the Raptor as much as I used to. Okay. But I just am not that interested in it. So, it's just not a thing I need in my life. So Adam picks a Z3 I think for that's a, a second time. It's a more interesting car. Wow. I think I'd have more fun with it. And I'd you, feel you, like... You probably would. I'd feel like less of a douche. In a Z3. Yeah, because whenever I see a Raptor... Is, is it a clown shoe? Or are you getting the non-clown shoe? What do you think? Okay, you're getting the clown shoe. That's a stupid question. <laughs> It's either get a clown shoe or a convertible, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I can either get one. You can of, put a hard top on it. I can either it. get one of the funkiest looking cars that's ever been made or a convertible. Which one do you think I'm gonna pick, Robbie? It's fair to not have a convertible. That's fair. A, a shooting brake or a convertible? Clearly, clearly, I'm gonna pick the Z3 clown shoe. I mean, that's. It's almost offensive that you would even suggest <laughs> that I would choose the convertible. Oh, Lord. Anyway, moving on. Yep. Uh, S15. I I somehow ended up with an S15 I think as well. you skipped one. No. Did I write these? Oh, out? I did skip I was going to say, I thought, My bad. I didn't think I wrote My this bad. that far out of order. I have the R33 and the R34 GTRs yeah, paired it's, up it's, together. It's a strange pairing for you. Um. R34, yeah, R34, so. R33. Mild differences. This is this is uh this is another one that if you had come at me a few years ago, I would have been a very different answer. Yeah, I believe that. But I, I actually really like the R33s these days. How would that be a different answer than it was three years ago? Because I would have picked the R34. No, you would not have. Oh, for sure. No, dude. you've been high the on R34, the R33 forever. No way. No. Actually, uh, Probably, if you would have asked me when we started the show to stack rank 32, 33, 34, we I, would did. Have, I would have put the 33 last. Dude, we've done this show, and you put the R33 very high. Right, but when we started... Oh, like in like, 2016? Yeah, like okay. when, when JTRs barely existed in the United States, and they were only 32s. Okay. I would have we, taken we, a 34 stacked, every we've, day we've of the stacked week. stacked ranked we You're right, but we did that kind of on a whim. Yeah, you're right. But... Yeah, I would I would take the R thirty three. Okay. It's just a little bit more funky. And everybody more everybody my, and their douchey brother has an R thirty four. That's not true because no they can, want to have an R thirty four. Oh yeah, well that's fair. That's fair. But nobody not everybody can afford one. 
almost nobody can. Nobody can afford one. Let's be real. Yep. All right, then we can jump down to the S15 and the Consolier GTP. Mosler's crowning achievement. I was just the same choice. Just fucking I made, write it down, Robbie. S15. Right. No, <laughs> get out of here. The GTP. Hells yeah. This one's a little harder. Also, the one he chose for my buy is just downright rude. <laughs> because that means it makes it to at least round two, and that's. I was, right, I was right. I was right. That one down right now. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But okay. So the the last of my pairings here, uh, an Ultima, the Ultima GTR. Of course, they're spread on the opposite ends of this one of the cars that I think are probably it's probably one of the coolest things that money can buy. Yes. Or the only. Basically, the only muscle car I lust after. This is a good matchup, and I'm really proud of him for making it happen. The Dodge Daytona. So it's Altima GTR. The winged Mopar. Or a 69 Dodge Daytona. I have to choose the GTR. And this is another one where Adam disappoints his father. I bet not. I don't think my dad's not that big. He's a not fan. high. He's not high. He's on the, not that big a fan of the winged mopar. He, he would rather he he would be okay with you picking a kit car over an old muscle car. At least it's got a V eight. That's fair. At least it isn't a turbocharged four cylinder out of a Dodge Omni. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and your buy is in SSR. <laughs> Chevy SSR is my buy. That's just rude. Thank you, Chris, for making that happen. <laughs> I can't even knock it out. Oh, that one looks dope. That's what they all look like. No, wait, dude, because that one's got rims. That's it. It's been lowered. That has not been lowered. That's how they always sit. No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't hate the way that one looks. So the other thing is that one, the the grill is chrome. Yeah, th- this one's all red. Yeah, they, they color match the whole thing. It's not bad. I don't hate that. This is, this is one of those pickups that, like... I'm kind of mad how much I don't hate that. It, this is one of those cars that, like, it could have been so good. So, when I was in high school and I worked at a dealership, yep. uh, the guy that owned that dealership actually had more than one of these because there's kind of a... I don't want to say they're, like, a Gen 1, Gen 2, but, like, the first year or whatever, they, I think they only made them, like, two or three There years. wasn't very many of them. But, like, the first year or whatever that they made it, he bought one right away, but they were only available with the, like, the either the 5.3 or the 5.7, okay. whatever, the, whatever the, like, more truck motor-esque thing was. Probably the 5.3, then. Uh, and automatics. Oh. And then they released one with the Corvette LS3 in it and a six-speed behind it. Could get a, a sixty sixty Tremec in it, huh? And so then he sold his first one and bought one of those, and like that as a six speed, basically, you know, Corvette engine truck. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. That'd be that'd be a, in like a, a really blast. obnoxiously stupid way. Yeah, I would. don't. I'm a little upset by how much I don't hate the looks of that truck right now. I'm really glad I picked the way that, that you the way that you presented it to me here. Yep. You go to the YouTube channel and check that out because that's it's not as bad as I wanted it to be, which is really obnoxious, and I fucking hate you, Robbie. <laughs> All right, let's back to let's, the top. Uh, let's move back to the top. So whew, that's interesting. So round two is going to be okay for me. I don't have to do anything. I'm not going to be happy about. Yeah, it doesn't get. 
doesn't get hard yet. All right, so which card are we giving the buy to? We can't give the SSR the buy twice, can we? You kind of want to. I know, but that's not how it works, right? <laughs> I kind of want to. I know, but that's not how it works. What's your number? Right? What's your number one seed? And we'll we'll give that the buy. The GTR, the Ultima. All right, we'll give the Ultima GTR the buy. How about that? I'll be, I'll be fair. Okay. So then the SSR, the GTR swap spots. The Ultima gets a buy. Okay. And the SSR goes against the GTP. Okay. How about that? Right. Okay. Back to so. The- Andy Forrest's time attack, unlimited class. World Time Attack Subaru. Yep. Versus a Bone Stock R32. Golf. A golf. Not a GTR. Yes. I got to take the Subaru. Yeah, you do. And then the F40 versus the R33 GTR. I got to I got to take the F40. Yep. So, I mean, these are these are quick ones. Yeah. There's, there's not but a lot of thought. You here. would take that too, right? Yeah, forty over R thirty four or R thirty two. An R thirty three. R thirty three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course I would. Okay. Of course. I would. All right. I'm glad we're on the same page. Oh, and then that one's easy too. The Z three versus the HHRSS. Just write it down, Robbie. HHRSS. It's gonna make it shockingly far into this. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I told you every time I see one, I love them a little more. Uh, and then the SSR versus the GTP. Ooh, that's. I gotta take the GTP. I don't like the SSR that much. Oh, hold on. <laughs> no, it didn't. this SSR. <laughs> no, look at those body no, no, lines. No, no, yeah, it's, it's got it's got the it's it's got the LS3 with the six speed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or do you want this? Yeah, I I do, Robbie. This kit card. I do this fiberglass. It's carbon fiber. Fiberglass. It's carbon fiber. It's fiberglass. It's carbon fiber. Fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, I do. GTP by Mosler. Not the not to be confused with the Grand Prix. How the fuck do we always have odd numbers for this? <laughs> this is why we don't do tournaments of seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that's yeah. So I still have an odd number. Yeah, how's I that still work? have an even out. How does that work? Am I ever going to even out? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and now we're down to five. Five, and then we'll be down to three, won't we? This is yeah. This is why we don't do tournaments of seventeen. <laughs> I don't know how you evened out. I started with fourteen. It was an even number. Didn't you have a buy? No. Oh. Oh, the oh, second yeah. round you had a buy. Yeah, because I, Cause you ended up with seven. Yep. Yeah, the S, yeah, because I moved the, S, you had I moved the S15 three on. Three groups and then the... Okay, yeah. okay, so that's how that works. This is why they do, yeah, they do it out of 16. That's hard. Yeah, that's why you tournament starts with 16, you're down yeah. to eight. Down yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to have to pick like a... Or is there, are we just going to keep your GTP as the number one seed, or are we just going to... Are we going to change your seed now to the... To well, my GT, the GTR is number one seed. The Ultima GTR that's what I meant. is number one seed. And that's, I mean, since I crushed the P1, I almost had, or since I got rid of the P1. Uh-huh. Yeah, that actually was your number one seed that's gone now. Yeah. Got upset by the F40. Yeah. I feel like it. it's probably going to end up winning. We could do it. Hmm. How do you want to do this, Robbie? All right, I'm thinking of a number one through five. Okay, okay. Is that, you're just going to knock out a car? No, no. 
I'm going to give you a buy. Uh, okay. Uh, three. Your HHRSS is uh, your buy. Okay. But then I'm going to end up with three in the final round, aren't I? We'll figure it out. Okay. So that means the the time attack Subaru and the F40. Yep. The F40 is moving on. All right. So we got the F40. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. Now, this is a little bit harder. The GTP and the GTR. There's, how many GT options can I have here? Many. Uh, I think I have to pick the GTR, though, still. The Optima. The Ultima. Ultima. I keep saying Optima. Not the Ultimate. The Ultima. Ultima GTR. All right. So your final three. They don't even make this. Now it's the Ultima Evo. Yep, that's right. Still similar looks. So yeah, it's just kind of a refined and upgraded thing. Still a good looking car. Jabay hates them, so he put them. If, if somebody were to bring one of those to Grid Life, it's automatically in uh, Super Unlimited, which is why. What's wrong with it? Oh fucking no! What's his problem, man? I think because basically it's a tube frame car. Yeah, it with is. a body put on top of it. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so that's that's kind of where he. Uh, so, like, if you bring, like, a, an SLC, a super light car, yeah. or, uh, like, what is Radical. Factory 5 makes, the GTM? Is that what they call theirs? I can't or remember. Whatever their crazy one is, or, or an Ultima GTR, they, they just, you're in Super Unlimited, even if it has a license plate. No, that's fine. I think that's the right choice. It's a it's a tube chassis car yeah. with a fiberglass body, or yeah. carbon fiber body. Yeah. It's All basically right, so a, a V8 Radical with a roof. That's exactly what that's it is. It's a little bit bigger than a Radical. It's a track monster. Dope, though. Okay. So, Adam. Yeah. Your top three. Uh-huh. How are we going to do this, Robbie? You have an F40, an <laughs> HHR, and a GTR. Don't leave off the most important part, though. SS. It's an HHR SS, Robbie. SS. You gotta, if you just say, oh, it's an HHR, like, yeah, that sounds lame. Okay. At least it's turboed. Let's... uh. Rock, paper, scissors for one. I mean, realistically, if you presented those three cars to me and you told me I had to get rid of one, as much as I love it, it's gotta I gotta let the HHRSS go. All right. Well let's, let's just do that. We'll get rid of the HHRSS because obviously. Right. And, and so then, then we're just gonna um, that means I have <laughs> <laughs> You have a tough finisher. I don't <sighs> The F forty or the Ultima GTR. All right, so we're gonna do the same thing. We're going to use the same line of thought that For nixed the P1. Forever. Keep her forever. What car, when I look at it, when I'm 90 years old and it's in my garage and I barely can walk and I certainly can't drive, what car is going to make me happier that I owned it all these years? The one car that, like, my boyhood dream, the Ultimate GTR. Really? I think so. Ultima G T R over the F forty. Yes. Adams so, Keeper Forever is a kick car. <laughs> In America, yes it is. That's true. You're not wrong. In America it is a kick car. You can buy them built in in, uh, in, in in England. Yes. The motherland. You can't you can't uh you can't buy them as a built car here. You have to buy them as kick cars. That's annoying. Put it together. But there are ways to license plate it and do things in this country. You'll be fine. Well, so before I even really knew what Top Gear was, mm-hmm. 
Ultima tried to get this car on Top Gear, and for whatever political BS reasoning behind it, uh, Top Gear wouldn't allow them to bring it to their test track okay. and compete in it. And so, because that track is 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 just a track, and they they just rent the place for the filming. Yep. Uh, there are days where it can be rented for other uses. And I think like um, McLaren used it as a test track for a while and some stuff like that. Uh, and Ultima said, all right, fine. We'll, if you guys won't let us do this, we'll, we'll bring the car there. We'll rent the track and we'll play by your rules on our own yeah. turf. And they, apparently their, their factory is on the opposite end of England. Okay. And so they, they got in their car and they drove it to the top gear test track and they laid down a time that still to this day would have been like top three or something dumb. <laughs> and then they drove it back home again. And uh, that, that is the type of spite that I aspired. To. Yeah. So it, that was a, a 720 horsepower supercharged Chevy V eight of some kind. I don't know what specifically, um, but that's what it was, which at the time was a lot of power, but by the end of, of Top Gear as we knew it, uh, it was not really no, like a I mean, staggeringly huge amount, and it was did shockingly well against cars that should have fared better. Uh, it was on a street legal tire, which at that time was not much to write home about, no. as compared to modern day street legal tires. Yeah, a modern day two hundred treadwear would have been leaps and bounds better, whatever they were on. Right, um, and like still back then, it put down. Incredible zero to 60 times. Their video included that sort of stuff in it too. And right. Like, it's just, it was a thing that I lusted after before I even like really understood track times and, and, uh, the going fast in ways other than just like straight lines. Yeah. Like the, the proper race car stuff. Right. Um, and so still to this day, it kind of holds that, that like special boyhood place in my heart i get it so that's that's why i gotta choose it okay the f40 came along later in my see, life See, when you said f40 i was like or when you were talking about like childhood dreams i was like no he's gonna pick that 40 no because that came later in my life okay the car that was on on my wall was a countach see i see i had a, a diablo yeah and then for whatever reason there was a my brother had a yellow f50 model okay and for, i always thought that was like the coolest looking car my one of my parents' friends bought me a like a framed Countach picture. Yep, and that went up on my is that, wall. Is that black one that no, it was white. White uh, Miami like Vice in style. the fall with leaves falling down <laughs> behind it. Like that's what that's what it was. So, yeah. All right. Should we? Should we do? <laughs> this is gonna be great. I'm super excited about this. Yep. So before we jump into that, remind everybody real quick, head over to mypretcherbox.com, use the code TTP15. That's 15% off your first box or everything that's currently available in the store. So if you want to have cool shirts like this sweatshirt that I am wearing that I used to cover up with this other cool shirt that I'm sure I could get multiples made through. No, no. <clears throat> that's a one-off, Robbie. That's the only one um, that exists. But if you want to have awesome... Um, car culture stuff delivered to your house as like a gift to yourself once a month you gotta sign up for this box you get car care products you get t-shirts you get tools you get usually there's stickers but it's it's always something you didn't think you you probably wouldn't buy for yourself but you're always glad that you have it so like some of the best 
screwdrivers I've ever gotten that I use all the time. That's like that's the first one I grab when I go to the toolbox for yes. when I need a screwdriver. It's the ones that I got from Petrobox. Um, there's some tool holders that I got. Like the one that just came last month is a magnetic tool holder. I'm like, well, that's super convenient for when I'm working, and I just and I keep, you know, I have like a pile of sockets, and they just keep rolling away. That's not a problem anymore with my magnetic tool uh, or my socket holder that I just got. Um, otherwise, the car care products, so like, um, like waxes and like quick detailers and like wheel cleaning stuff like that, all this stuff. Like, I just have like a like a, a shelf of just anything that I could possibly need. It's already there. Because, I have a bunch of that stuff too. Yeah. So mypetrobox.com. Use the code TTP15. They also have like uh, dog collars and leashes and stuff that are automotive themed. So if you want to pimp up your dogs and then uh, – oh, also the cheapest place you can get mechanics gloves, which I do need to remind myself to buy them because I just put a hole in my last set. No, oh, no. Yep. So mechanics gloves on the bottom. Grease monkey gloves. They are $15 a piece right now. 15% off if you use our code. That is mypetrobox.com. Hit the shop button. Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun, right? I'm, I'm already excited. Are you? Yeah. I'm excited about this all day. All right. It's my turn, so I get the pictures for me. Crushing. So the th- so these are the worst of the worst. These are the cars you chose. We chose to crush on previous episodes, uh-huh. which means that now we are choosing... The worst car, the the car that we hate more. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. I wasn't sure if we were choosing the car we still liked more. Nope, no, no, no. It has to be. This is the thing we best, dislike. Best most. of the best forever. Worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. I don't ever want to see it oh, ever. Oh, that changes a lot of things for me. Yeah. No. This this is the other end of the mm. spectrum. The car that you hate the least. Honestly, I'm less excited s- about that. Stays behind. I'm less excited about. No, that. no, we're not picking our favorites of the. I worst. wanted you. I wanted you to have to choose between two terrible things. Which one you'd rather have? But this is which one. Uh, it's up to you. I mean, do we want to switch at the opposite? No, no, do no. I I'm keep good. The worst of the. Bar- well, I suppose either way is the same answer. Or it's the it's the opposite. It's the opposite. Answer. So it's, it's like, the opposite. Answer. So you pick your. See, I, I don't. I, see, I think it's kind of a boring way to do it though, because then I I pick. I know what car I'm gonna pick. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, that's fine. No, let's let's do what thing you hate most. I hate the most. Crush, yeah. crushing. That's an interesting twist on this. Okay, which, I, I, which I, I, thing? I you, think that's what his intent. What was. is worse? What is worse? Yes. An Audi TT or Journey is basically what this boils down to. <laughs> So your first matchup, just straight up, Audi TT. So we'll, okay. we can just assume Mark One because that's what I all I really cared about. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, or a S15 Silvia Spec R with Journey on repeat. So obviously the worst car. She's just me. a small town girl. Ugh. Do they even have any other songs? Yeah, I got, I got a whole greatest hits album on, this, on my phone. If you'd like to listen to it, oh god, no, I went to bars in college. I, I, I love Journey. I don't, I don't, need I don't to. know why everyone hates him so much because you don't go to bars and have to listen to it every fucking weekend. I mean, that's not wrong. You're you're totally right about that. Yeah. but I'd still like not hate it. every time that song comes on. I think about being in Mickey's in Ames and just like PTSD. Like I don't I don't want to hear the song girls? anymore. Woo girls? No, no, that's I'm fine with woo girls. They can stay. Well, but that's what. It's a, it's a woo girl They bring song. out the woo girls. I understand. Journey does. Yup. That song is about me. <laughs> I'm just a small town girl. <laughs> Bitch, they wrote it like 20 years before you were born. At <sighs> <The> least. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so what car would I rather crush? What, An Audi what TT? What car do you hate more? 
or the S15 Silvio what, what do you playing hate most? Journey. What what do you hate most? Audi TTs or Journey? The Audi TT. I'm okay with that. Journey. We'll listen to Journey on my way home. Okay. I don't have to. <laughs> Up next, uh, 2019 Chevy Trail Boss. So that's kind of like... So I crushed the Trail Boss? That was Chevy's answer to the Raptor, which was not... Oh, so not we, enough. we probably did like a Dodge Rebel. It was a Rebel, a, a Raptor, Raptor, and a and Trail, Trail Boss. boss and which I picked is not, the Raptor. The Trail Boss is not on the... It's not level. The, no, it's not the same. It's a trim that's why. That's why we crushed it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, or, God, Robbie, why do you hate good things that are good? Like the Chevy HHR. Just because I, okay, just because I crushed the HHR and you put it in your final three <laughs> <laughs> as best cars ever. I love the HHR says. Okay, what do you want from me? At least I'm consistent ish. All right. So true. if you have, if I had to choose between crushing a 19 Chevy Trail Boss or HHR, what thing would bring you more pleasure to watch being crushed, Robbie? The HHR SS. I would, I would, if I was, I would sit there pushing the button. If the I wasn't whole there time. And, and I never found out, <laughs> that'd be worse. I would, re- I, then what would you choose? I would still crush the HHRSS. Oh, okay. Well, then I, okay. I because, like, if I'm there, obviously you're going to crush the HHR. Like, if I'm standing there next to you, I'm like, no, don't do it, Robbie. Like, obviously you're going to do that. I, I don't have any strong feelings about the Trail Boss. I bet it's a fine truck. It's a year newer than the truck I have. It's going to be this, basically the same truck. Yeah. It's a nice truck. Yeah. I have no reason to crush it. I have all the reasons to crush the HHR. None of them good. I didn't say there were good reasons. No, I just said there were reasons. That's fair. This is an interesting matchup. This is a weird matchup. It's because, a weird matchup. Yeah. And I think I know which one you would choose not to crush. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so, Golf Mark IV R32. A car that was on my keep list. Your keep list, my crush list. Yeah, made it to round two even. Yep. Over the car that you chose in the similar matchup uh, versus a strange choice, BMW's M1. M1. The closest thing to a supercar that BMW ever made in the 70s. Yeah, I'm obviously not crushing the BMW. No. Uh, then I, uh, even I would have a hard time making that decision. Yeah. No, I, um, what I chose, what car did I, did I choose the F40 over that? I, don't have any idea. I can't remember what they were. What we because we, cru- we crushed the M1, but it was because we had the choice of the M1, the F40. Is that I'm where looking that came for? I'm looking for it, Robbie. I don't see it on here though. It's on there. I saw it earlier today. So I'm obviously crushing the Golf because why would I crush an M1 when these are the options? Right. Yeah, I get that. Oh, okay, so it was a Countach. Yep. An M1. Yep. And the F40. Yeah, so of those three options, I chose... That's definitely the worst of those three options. Yes. But at the same time, it's probably not. I bet it it drives so much better than the Countach. Yeah, but the Countach is way cooler. I understand. That's that's what you chose then, Robbie. I still probably choose it. In episode 211, that is what you chose. I'm sticking with it. You can't can't take it back. (laughs) All right, so obviously the golf is getting crushed because ugh. that's fair. Up next, the Black Mamba Evo, which uh, this I don't think that's the right one. But that's fine. Oh, well, 
It's got to be similar to this one. Yeah. Uh, it's a full-fledged Time Attack Evo. Uh, pretty wild little car from Europe somewhere. Yeah, I can't. I don't know the details. But um, I can't remember. Yeah, I, the car hasn't really been competing a whole lot lately, so I don't really remember a whole lot about it either. Okay. This has been a while ago. Or a, this was definitely a Michael contribution. Yep. A 2009 E63 AMG. One of his favorite cars. Rear-wheel drive, big V8, lots of burnouts. Four doors. Luxury car. Big luxury four door sedan. So obviously I'm crushing the E forty E sixty three AMG. Okay. I'm not crushing the Evo, are you kidding? Not crushing not, a, you're not crushing a race car over, over a, a luxury, luxury sedan. Yeah, I'm lu- the luxury car is going down. Yeah, that's fair. So Ooh, up next. This one will be fun. Ah, I know which one. Do you? That was pretty Yeah. Do you? A Countach? Okay. Or one of the cars you dislike the most, a 1998 Mark IV Supra. I don't dislike that the most. But you're like so like meh about them. I'm jaded because I used to think so highly of them. And then like ever since, like everyone's like, ah, oh, the Supra, it's the greatest car it's ever. It's got a 2JZ. Yeah, and that just yeah, kind of like, yeah. yeah. So people. Ruined that car for me. Not no. the, the car itself didn't necessarily ruin it for me. That's fair. But if those two cars are sitting in front of me, I'm crushing the Supra. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Countach, you safe? They're so cool. It's They're so, so painfully eighties. I love it so and much. It, watching them drive that that car in the F40 on the Grand Tour and just like. You can't back up with it. <laughs> it's just like you can't. So you, can't you can't just they, drive. They it. are bad cars, but <laughs> then like the wheel honestly, sizes are so weird. I, to me, that's like supercars shouldn't be as good as everyday cars no. as the modern crop is. No, they shouldn't. That's more supercar to me than a P1 is. Because a P1, you could totally live with day to day. Yes. Other than the fact that it's probably too low. Jeremy Boyson has proven you can drive an SVJ. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he drives. No, that's an Aventador. Aventador. He has an Aventador SVJ now. He got rid of his Huracan Performante. Yeah, and bought an SVJ. Yeah, and he and drives it every day, all the time. Yeah, actually, I don't think he's driving right now because he can't get tires for it. But that's you know some real first world problems. Yeah, supercar. I problems. mean, I wouldn't be able to get tires for my Countach either. That's because so. they're like three sixty five fifteens or whatever. <laughs> it's the weirdest size in the yeah. world. Pirelli makes them like once every couple of years or whatever. <laughs> so good. I love it so much. <laughs> Two of Robbie's least favorite looking vehicles. These are facts. The Fiat Multi. <laughs> One of the ugliest cars ever made. The Fiat Multipla uh, does not have a rear sliding door. Nope. Fun trivia. Former guest of the show. Oh my God, it's Kevin Lawrence. Yep. Loves those. Wants to import one when they're legal. Does not su- twenty five years. Does old. not surprise me that that's something he would do. <laughs> Front wheel drive. Love that guy. Like just an obnoxiously slow thing. I think you can get it with like tiny little diesel engines because that's what they do right. in Europe. Yeah. Or another vehicle you despise. really despise the looks of the Por- <laughs> Porsche Panamera. There it is. I try. I actually tried to pick a picture of the best looking one I could find. <laughs> so the 
I would the newer generation of Panamera was is way better looking even I liked the first gen. The yeah. second gen's way better. Oh, yeah. Leaps and bounds. Much, much better. And that's what this is. Yeah. And the one you picked here is, is the newer of the versions. Even if it was the so. older version, though, I'd, I mean, it's a, it's a Fiat multiple. Man. <laughs> the ugliest car ever made. I think it might le- legit be the ugliest thing there, ever made. There might be riots in the street if there's like a, a Panamera sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> crush the Panamera. I'll take the multiple, please. <laughs> I will pick the Panamera to move on. Wait, no. You, wouldn't you pick the... Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The, the Multipla. The, the Fiat gets crushed. The, the Panamera stays. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. That's a that's an early contender for worst car on this list. Yeah, that's, that's probably a number one seed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then this one, uh, I don't know how we ended up here. Nope. I don't know how I crushed <laughs> these ever, but whatever. <laughs> S13. Yep. Which the S13 hatch is my car. Yes. Of of the Nissan S chassis. It's the one I'd choose. It's better than the... I, I like the S13 hatch a lot. The hatch I, is better than the coupe. I've said it multiple times on the show that Matt Hines built an S13 shell for a drift car. Yeah. And then I almost bought from him. I regret it. Yeah. But I don't regret it at the same time. Yeah, that's fair. But it's still one of the best looking S13s I've ever seen. Oh. I don't know what happened to that car. Yeah. But that that against could, anytime I see an S13 and it doesn't look like that car, I'm like, man, I wish it looked like that car. <laughs> that's like that's that's that was the one, man. Against uh, a car that continues to come back to <laughs> us, the S15 spec car. I am crushing the S13. That's the worst of the two. That's the worst of the two. That would be hard for me. I think I'd let the S13 Carry on. For the so. sake of the conversation, we're assuming they're equally modded in this. Let's just say factory. Total, totally bone stock. Yeah. That's easier for me then. The CS15. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's getting saved. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So then that, that gives you. Now we're on a round two. Yep. So that means the Audi TT. Ooh, that's an interesting lineup. The oh, Audi TT. Now, yeah, well, I got a buy. Who's, the, who's getting the buy? Well, the S13, because he's on the bottom. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's, that's how we did the last one. So that's, that's how I did mine. Fair. Yeah. Yours, yours will probably get more complicated because you have 17 again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, Audi TT, HHRSS. That's an interesting lineup for you. Which one do you dislike more? The HHRSS. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? If someone's like, here's the keys to an Audi TT, here's the keys to an HHRSS. You can just throw the HHRs in the in the trash. I'm never going to pick them up. I will pick up the keys to the, the TT. I'm going to be honest with you. You'll be more disappointed in the driving dynamics of the Audi than you will be in the driving dynamics of the HHR. I, I promise you. are wrong. I promise you the HHR is a better handling, better driving car no. than the Audi TT is. The Audi you TT. Used to, you used to wax lyrical about taking the Audi TT on curvy back roads. I know, but that gr- was because I didn't know how much of an understeering pig piece of shit car those are to ha- handling wise. They're garbage. I don't need the rollover rate that comes with an HHR. It's just a cobalt. HHRSS is getting crushed. It's just a cobalt, right? One step closer, HHR. <laughs> so then we have the Golf R32 again. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Or the E63 AMG. 
the golf is getting crushed. Just because it's a Volkswagen? Because I, 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 again, if those two cars were sitting in front of me, they're like, drive one, crush one. I'm driving the, the Mercedes and I'm crushing the golf. You want a fun fact? Yep. Audi TT, Mark IV, golf, same thing. Same cars. Yeah, but they, they'd rather have the AMG. I'm just saying. They're the same thing. Yeah, right. This is a list you of let, garbage. You let, the, <laughs> you let the Audi survive over the HHRSS. I did. It's arguably a worse car. They're but all the like, th- you know what? <laughs> fuck that golf, though. It's the same thing as that Audi, but <laughs> fuck it. Exactly. These are all the worst, Adam. These all are. All right. This is a great one. So. <laughs> The Mark IV Supra or the Fiat Multipla. <laughs> I'm obviously crossing the Fiat. <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's no redeeming qualities. <laughs> like none. It's so bad. Like, but it's like it's clearly been it looks like something that's been hit in the head. And you're like, oh, new poor thing. <laughs> It looks like two different people. Like, you design the upper half of this car. I'll design the lower half of this car. Whatever we get is what we get. And they gave each other no parameters to meet each other. They just combined them. It makes no sense. Because <laughs> even the hood doesn't look like it even opens. <laughs> it looks like it's going to hit the what? headlights. Why would, it would have been better if they would have just sloped the hood to meet the cowl. <laughs> It makes no sense. Which that wouldn't have been good either, but it would have been better. No, this just looks yeah, it looks totally off. Like it just it doesn't match at all. It's so bad. I don't understand. All right, my finalists are HHRSS versus the Golf, the Fiat Multipla versus the S (laughs) thirteen. All right, so the HHR and the Fiat Multipla move on, right? Yeah, so it's Fiat versus HHRSS, and the Fiat Multipla is the one I crushed. Yeah! <laughs> the HHR survived a round. I'm happy. So the HHR made it into the finals for both of us at some point in time. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, oh, one of them was uh, worst car, and one of them was best car, but hey, that's what makes us us. Yep. This would be a poor, terrible show if we had the same lists. Yeah, 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 that's true. This would have been a real quick show. All right. Mine is interesting as well. Some of mine repeats similar to yours. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, there's a few interesting ones in here. So, again, I have 17, so we'll have to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when you overachieve, Robbie. I know. This is your own fault. I brought all these to the table. Yeah. Should we, like... You want to know what's most interesting about this list as I scan it quickly? Yeah. There is not a Fiat Multipla on here. <laughs> I know. You didn't crush it. Which means I chose something else. <laughs> and I chose to at least rent the Fiat. I've chose to rent it because it wasn't on my win either. Yep. I chose to not destroy. I. Which means, oh, I can't believe I crushed that over a Multipla. <laughs> Because now I think they're rad. I would totally own one of these. We'll get there. Yep. I don't want to talk about it yet. Uh, okay. First up, Porsche Carrera 911. Yep. Which is what I chose over the BMW Z3 and the Audi TT somehow. Oh, there it is. 
<clears throat> so, uh, and then the S15 Sylvia Spec R with Journey as well. I chose to get rid of that, which just surprises me. That's very strange to me because I like Journey way more than I like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, and the R- I must have based that on the the R- car on the R34. I must have based that purely on the car, which yep. is weird because I. Yeah, so you. If you asked me today, I would have killed Imagine Dragons and kept Journey. Yeah, without question. But I think that you wanted the GTR more than you wanted the Sylvia. And I think it's because you know I like Sylvia. So this is actually to spite me. It probably was. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, but today, I would choose Journey over the Carrera. So the Carrera is is the loser and moves on. All right, Carrera's get, Carrera gets crushed. It's a little confusing. It's the, it's the, it's the loser, car. so it moves on. Yes. Uh, ooh. 2019 Dodge Rebel. I chose the Rebel of the Raptor. I chose the Rebel to crush over the Raptor and the Trail Boss. Yep, you must have rented the Raptor. No, I kept the Raptor because it was on my list too. That's right. And you rented the Trail you Boss. You must have rented the Trail Boss. That's interesting. And you, and you said that the Dodge it's, had no redeeming qualities. That's probably true. That is not on brand because the Dodge boys have Yeah, but fun. I don't like Dodge trucks. That's fair. I'm a GM truck guy through and through. Which is why I'm surprised I chose the Raptor over the Trail Boss. I think it's just because it's a it's a boring Trail Boss. Yeah, like it's, 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 just, it's, it's an appearance package, it's, not it's a nothing, performance yeah. package like the Raptor is. Right. So I suppose that does make sense. Uh, up against, interesting, the Caliber SRT4. All right. Which today I probably wouldn't have chose to destroy. I've got to look now. What was that against? The Caliber SRT4. And... Uh, that would have been against the Chevy HHRSS, which obviously... Yeah, you kept. Yeah. And then, oh, I chose a PT Cruiser GT5 Speed to rent. <laughs> a PT GT over a Caliber SRT4. That's Scott, interesting. Somewhere Scott Robinson really happy about that. That's interesting that I chose a PT GT over a SRT4. I didn't crush the PT. No, you crushed the HHRSS. I did that to spite you. Yeah, you totally did that to spite me. Because de- like in the real world, I would probably crush the PT Cruiser. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, I mean, spiting you is... But that means you rented the PT GT because the caliber yeah, yeah. was on your... Yeah, I didn't want ke- to keep that. Yeah, that's fair. You totally made the wrong choice. Yeah, but I did, it, I did it to spite you. I know, but like you, did, you made a poor decision there. Sometimes spite <laughs> is the best decision. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, so Dodge Rebel, I think I would much prefer an SRT4 caliber. So you're, I guess I'm... You're crushing I'm, the Rebel. I'm the, the Rebel is the loser and therefore <laughs> carries on. And then another one where I chose to crush the car you chose to move, to marry. Yep. The 2002 STI versus the BMW M1. I got yeah, I, I got to get rid of the 2002 STI. The M1's way better. Yeah, it's not, it's not a question. That, yeah, so that's the problem when you have like when you're comparing supercars, but then you put them compared to the rest of these pieces of shit. Honestly, that Subaru is probably faster stock for stock. Maybe. Because that's a 70s car versus yeah. a much more modern car that probably weighs similar, probably makes more power and is all-wheel drive and probably like a better handling car. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. No. No, the M1 stays. 
And then I also ended up with the Black Mamba versus the E63 AMG. And I also am going to keep the Black Mamba Evo. So we're crushing the AMG. So we're getting rid of the AMG GT, or the E63 AMG. Uh, ooh, this is interesting. The Ferrari La Ferrari. Wait, how did you end up? I must have rented the Ferrari. Huh. Okay. The Ferrari La Ferrari versus the 1998 Mark IV Supra. I think the Supra is going to go. Yeah, Supra gets crushed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I not never, a lot of not a lot of upsets on this one yet. I never really liked the Ferrari La Ferrari. The Ferrari the Ferrari. Yeah, but if you have a choice between driving But like between that and the Supra, that's a pretty obvious answer. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Uh then this one's gonna be interesting. And I'm gonna have to upset some Mustang fans. This is where it gets controversial. This is where it gets controversial. And I'm really upset that I that that like however many year ago me crushed this. The Dustbuster silhouettes. The minivans. Yeah, the the Pontiac uh, Transports. Pontiac Transport, the Oldsmobile Silhouette. Yep. They looked like a dustbuster. They're kind of god-awful, and I love them. I'm not, we, we had a Silhouette. Did you? Oh, yeah. Rad. It's the first car I ever did a burnout in. Noise. Um, was it on purpose? Yeah, it was the first day I got my permit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got in trouble. Weird. Worth it. Weird. Is that what you drove home from the courthouse in? Yep. We had very different driving experiences our first time. <laughs> I drove home in a, I don't remember what year specifically, but it would have been a second gen Firebird with a 455 and a four speed in it. Yeah, we didn't have any of that stuff. <laughs> I had a Toyota RAV4 <laughs> and uh, a, a Silhouette. We had very different driving experiences yeah. at a younger age. Did not have a car family. Yeah. Uh, that goes up against the Fox Body Mustang. Which I'm kind of surprised you didn't crush at some point, and I chose to. That is strange. Yeah. But uh, I'm really upset that I chose to destroy the Dustbuster. Because they're so cool in their terribleness, Robbie. I, I understand. <laughs> it's so, so, and it's so practical. So Foxbody is, is moving on. Yeah, so the Foxbody yeah. gets crushed. Yeah. It's worse yeah. Than, a, than a minivan, Adam said. <laughs> Adam said that he would rather drive a Pontiac Transport than a, a Foxbody in any condition. It's on brand. Yep. <laughs> hey, I made my dad happy. I chose a Pontiac over a Ford. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably the worst Pontiac they ever made. <laughs> but, Argu- arguably. Yeah. So then I ended up with a similar one to you here. The S14 versus the S15. I got to choose the S15. Are you, doing the S- the, are you doing the Zanke or the Kuki? It doesn't matter. Okay, the S14 is my Can you least... tell me the difference between a Zanke and a Kuki? I don't the slightest clue what you're talking about, Robbie. You, don't, you really don't know? No. All right. Well, in the S14, 240SXs and Sylvia's. Yeah. In the 9596s, okay. they are the uh, Zankies. Okay. And they have the round, they're the rounder edged uh, headlights. Okay. Uh, they I can't remember what they call it. Like, um, but these are the, the, the 97 and 98. Yes. The newer ones were called the Kookies, and they had the angry eyes, and they had the more square Such headlights. Stupid name. Hey, I didn't pick it. I'm sure it means something in Japanese. I, but I bet it does. Um, I don't know. But either way, the S14 is is my least favorite of the S. <gasps> the Nissan S. You just say that because I had one, despite me. No, no way, dude. 
the S13 hatch is my is my Nissan S chassis of choice. Yep. And then the S15. When that's your top choice, then yeah, you're, you're, the S14 defaults into your last place. Right, because the S15 is the S15. Yeah, it's a great car. Yeah. So, sorry. So in this case, I'm I'm letting the S15 go and keep, or no, sorry, letting yeah, the, the S14 go. Yeah, keeping the S15 is crushed. The S14 is crushed. Okay. The S14 is crushed. All right, the S14 moves on. Yes, it is worse because the 15 is better in my mind. Thank you. And then this was clearly a Michael submission as well. Uh, the Consulier GTP, but they made it later in its run time. And this is a little bit different than than I think in visual as well. Yep. Uh, but it came with a with an LT1 in it. Yeah. Because of course it did. Because at some point there had to have been a cross between turbo dodges and LT1s. Yeah. And because- of course Mosler was the one to do it. Sounds about right. <clears throat> so uh, that going against a '69 Boss 302. <sighs> hmm. Are we crushing? Am I going to make Mustang guys mad twice in one day? On brand. That's fair. What generation is that? In my mind or in the (laughs) real world? Give me an answer. In my mind, that's a second generation Mustang. But in the real world, that's a first gen Mustang. What? Yes. That's a gen one. No, it's not. That is the same generation as the 64 Mustang. About because the, I forgot about that. Because the Mustang 2 yep. is the second generation of Mustang. So a 64 Mustang and a 69 or 70 Fastback. Yep. Same car. That's the dumbest thing. According to Ford. <laughs> so are we crushing it or not? Yeah, I'm getting rid of that. All right, so the Boss The Consulier, despite the fact that it's made worse by putting a V8 in it, is still better than a Mustang. Um, and then your buy... Is a 2005 oh, Ford Thunderbird. That's rude as well. All right. So how are we, are we going to do the same thing we did? How are we going to do this? All right. So, uh, so we're three, four, five, six, seven. Again, eight, nine. that's odd. So, how do you want to do it? How we could we could go wild. We could do we could do three sets of three, but then you still end up with three. Uh, we could do two. We could do. I don't like that either. Just pick a buy. Uh, let's do. Since you have two Mustangs, one of them has to move on. Okay. So the Fox Body Mustang moves on by default. I'm good with that. We'll pair up the rest. Okay. So then that means that uh, I'm pairing. The the, Car- the Carrera, Carrera and, and the Rebel. Yep. Oh, God. These are two cars I really don't care in any way, shape, or form about. Carrera, Rebel. As a, if I was driving down the road, I would my eye would wander towards the 911 before it's going to wander towards a Rebel. So I'm going to say the Rebel is the worst of those two. The Rebel is getting crushed. Yes. Adam and, is crushing the new truck. Yes. And then 2002 STI versus 2009 E63 AMG. I think I'm keeping the, the E63 in this situation as well. So then we're crushing the 2002 STI. 
Okay. Okay, and then that puts the Supra, the Supra against the S fourteen. The S fourteen. Ooh. I think I'm crushing the Supra. Really? Yeah. Because what I what I would want to do with a car, I can more easily do with an S chassis than I can with a Supra. They they work better. That's that's fair. Supras are are decent cars, but they're not like it takes a lot of work to make them turn well. And yeah, there's a reason there's not a lot of track cars. Right. Right. I, I would take the S chassis. Okay. Supra's getting crushed. Yeah. Fox body got crushed. Trying to be trying to be uh practical about this. Okay. And then last and least uh that would be the Boss 302. Yep. And the 2005 Ford Thunderbird. Is the Thunderbird my Fiat Multipla, Robbie? I think it might be. Might have to be. I think it might be. The Thunderbird is worse than the Boss 302? Yes. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. This is Yeah, this is like the, the worst one. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm giving that one a third round buy. Okay. Or, or fourth round buy. Yeah, that makes sense. Thunderbird. Yeah, I'm good with that. We'll move so that, that one. That on. means you have a Rebel, a Rebel versus an STI Ooh, and then a Supra versus a Fox body. I think the Rebel's moving on again. So you're keeping the STI, keeping killing the, the STI Rebel. I'm killing the Rebel. And then the Supra and the Fox body. I think I'd rather have the Fox body. So we're crushing the Supra. You're crushing the Supra. I think so. A Mark IV Supra over a Fox body. (laughs) So Adam has chosen to kill a Mark IV Mark I'm going to pull the engine. Pull the engine out of the Supra and put it in the Fox body. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at in my life. Okay. So now we got a three-way finish. Rebel, Supra, Thunderbird. Okay, so of those, so the, I'm going to pick one to save, and then the other two go on to the final round. That makes sense. That works. Super gets saved. All right, so your final. So the final round is the Rebel and, and the Thunderbird. The Thunderbird, and finally, the Dodge gets some respect, some hard-fought respect, because I'm crushing the Thunderbird, Robbie. <laughs> Certainly the worst car on my list. By far. All right, so then I have to ask you, because the other one we can't really come to an agreement on, but we can on this. Which one's worse, the Fiat Multiplar or the 2005 Ford Thunderbird? Oh, man. I feel like the Thunderbird... Like, if, if I had to drive one, let's just say, like, okay. this is your car for the next year and a half. Okay. The Thunderbird is going to give me less problems <clears throat> and less bad looks okay. than the Fiat. So how about this? Let's preface it this way. Yeah, let's... let's I agree with you on that. I think I think if that's the way we're, we're defining this, yeah, then I... Guess, I unfortunately, I, the, I think I have to choose the Thunderbird as well. Yes. But... If you're driving down the road and you see both of those, which one disgusts you more? 
I, I, I Which was, one makes you? You saw the see the problem. One of them you saw on Tuesday, the other one you saw on Wednesday. Which one was in your head longer and made you more upset? The, pro- the problem is I've never seen a Fiat Multipla. Yes, and because it's so weird. Yes. So it I wouldn't. Think, it wouldn't disgust me as much as the Thunderbird because I think because it would, I, it, because I, I don't see it in some strange way. It would make me happy. Yes, because it's so stupid. It's so bad. I would giggle at it. I would be like, <laughs> "That's a Fiat the, Multipla." Yes, yeah, that's a problem. You you see the Thunderbirds, but if there all were the like, time. but if we lived in in Europe, there'd be fifteen Multiplas a day. Yep. And so that is a very different situation. You're right. But so I think that what you what you said, like, uh, I have to live with this one for a year and a half. Like, this is my car now. That's that's a more accurate or a better a better scenario. Yeah. For us. Plus, you could put the convertible down, let your hair go in the wind. Because I think they're all convertibles, aren't they? Yeah. Hardtop convertibles. Yeah. As much as I They're exclusively want- driven by retired old women. Yes. And whoever loses this competition we're in. But, I, I but, want, but, but think of how practical the Fiat would be. I want to choose the Fiat, Robbie. Because the Fiat is similar to like a Scion XB in like the things Size you could, yeah, that you could put things practicality. in. Yeah. Like you're going to get in that Fiat and go, God damn it, this is practical. If you got the hot one, like the fast one, air quotes, it might be just fast enough to be able to be ran in Sunday Cup. Then I am in, <laughs> which is funny because usually you're you're struggling to get it slow enough. Yep. In this situation, because I think the other one's a diesel, uh, and they make a bunch of tiny little motors. <laughs> I think if you got the hot one, you might be able to race it in Sunday Cup. Whereas the Thunderbird, you're just you yeah, you're just, yeah, you're just stuck with the stupid Thunderbird. I think I would choose the Fiat because I think that it would. It's so unique here. Yeah. But it is a Fiat, and it is going to break down on me. It, it's going to leave me stranded. Worse than the Mini did. And then it's going to be broken for weeks because the parts don't exist in America. Yep. So that sucks, too. Yeah, because the Thunderbird, you can get shit for. Yeah, it's just like a basic like uh, Taurus six-cylinder. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing special about it. No. And it's going to run just like the Focus. Yeah. Like, disgusting. How good it's going Fuck to treat you. Rob, that's a hard one. Which one's worse? They're um, both terrible. In which one's ways. objectively worse, though? All, all like, I have to live with this aside or uh, interestingness aside. Which one is objectively worse? The Fiat. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, the only reason it's not worse would be you could argue the quirkiness and that it's so and bad. The practicality. Yeah. It's so ugly that you're like, yeah, I got a Fiat Multiple. Can you fucking believe it? Because the Thunderbird is kind is very similar to the problem that we had with the Solstice when my mom had one when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and that it was so unpractical you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, like my mom couldn't drive it to work and then swing by the grocery store on her way home because unless you're just, picking up one gallon of milk, it's yeah, it. yeah, whatever you could fit in the passenger seat was all you could take with you. Yep, because there was no trunk. Yeah, that's not good. So, it's a hard question. <laughs> Thankfully, it's a question we'll never have to answer. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, ever will I be in a situation where I have to decide 
Fiat Multipla or Ford Thunderbird. My dream is to have enough money to do like a YouTube channel where that is your only choice. Where I'm like, Adam, we're going on a road trip and these are your two cars. <sighs> you get 10 minutes with each one to decide which one you take on our 3,000 mile road trip. Yeah, if I could do this, if I had the money, yeah, I would go buy a Thunderbird and I would go buy a Fiat Multipla and I would sign you up and me up for one lap of America and make you, <laughs> and make you choose one of these two pieces of shit. But then do you drive the other one? Yes. Yeah? Is yep. that what we're doing? Yep. I so then it. I have to decide, do I choose the worst one <laughs> or do I spite you and give you the worst one? Yep. Because on one lap, that's, I feel like... That's how we should have done this. The like the loser like you're the loser of your list, I have to take a one lap, and the loser of my list, you have to take a one lap. <laughs> that's that's the world I want to live in. It means I could have almost taken an HHRSS on one lap, Robbie. Yeah, I was so close. Exactly, that would have been great. Yep, which means it wouldn't have made it nearly as far in your list. <laughs> you'd true. have killed. You'd have pulled that one off first because you wouldn't want. That's not, that's not that bad, really. Yeah, I know how much he loves it. I wouldn't want that. Yep. Jesus. All right, this is turning into a long show. Like Let's I, shut it down, Robbie. I'm tired. Remind everybody real quick that you want to get an Apex Pro. You don't yes. want you don't even want to think about it. No. You just want it. Christmas is coming up. This is a great Ooh. thing to ask for. Um tell them to use the code 10 tenths, get that window mount, get 10% off with that, the Gen 2 and the window mount. I was actually just going through my uh Apex Pro data cuz I was finally getting around to doing the uh the overlays for the videos for PPIR. Um, had a few minutes between work and then getting stuff ready for the podcast. So I was like, yeah, let's kind of start working through that. Um, so yeah, having the Apex Pro data, you can do stuff like that. So having a an Apex Pro unit, whether it's the Gen 1 or the Gen 2, you get all, all the data so you can just pull it up in your Apex Pro app, which is a free app. And you can review all the data that you've had from the event that you were previous at. And then if you want to like get coaching and stuff too, Andrew and the guys over at Apex Pro offer that. That is also available on the shop. So it's apextrackcoach.com. Use code 10 tenths. That's 10% off if you get a Gen 2 and a window out. <clears throat> I can't wait to use my Apex Pro again here at Topeka. Fun fact. The number one complaint I hear about the Apex system is that it's iPhone-based only. Yep. And there's still a percentage of you that refuse to accept that iPhone is a superior product. That would be me. And get rid of their Android bullshit. I just use somebody's throwaway uh, iPhone, and it's worked perfectly. I've heard that the Andrew Rains and the boys have an Android developer on staff these days. Yes, they do. And that an app is in the pipeline. So hang tight. The only thing that I'm jealous about is that I would be willing to bet you. So I know I asked Andrew at this at one point um, why there's not an Apple CarPlay app for Apex Pro. Oh. Because that would be fucking awesome if that, that could pop up on your dash. That would dash. make perfect sense. And they have submitted and been denied more than once by Apple to be on the Apple i or on the I've, CarPlay yep. uh, list. Shoot. I feel like that will be less of a hurdle for Android. Oh, yeah. And that I'm super jelly for. Yeah, I don't think that would be a hurdle at all. It'd just be like, you want, like, here's the... F- Here's the application, and it's done already. Yeah, that probably that would be really neat to have that pop up on your dash. Have, have having having stuff some of on, your like real time telemetry pop up on the dash instead of having it on your phone, which is a much smaller screen and harder yep. to see. 
Yeah. No, that would be really nice. That would be sweet. Just to have like the live timing portions of just, it. Yeah, just have it right like there. That. Yeah, that would yep. be cool. No, that's, that's super neat. Like, just, I cool. mean, having Apple CarPlay or, or uh, Android Auto is it's a game changer. So Dude, what, I don't even want a vehicle without it anymore. I get it. I, get I it. love it. I understand. Yeah. So that would be neat. That would be really cool to have that. Um, you know, and then like if you could put the car in park and have a playback feature mm-hmm. on the screen instead of on your phone, like yeah, just have it right there. It'd be so cool. Well, I mean, like uh, when when I had the C8 for one lap, you know, yeah, you I, had that I did Chevy's it. version. Yep, so they have a like, they don't have the quite as obviously the, quite the data, but they just have a video recorder. Um, so like I was I stopped. Rewatch my autocross run, and I cut seconds off my next run because yeah. I was able to see where I was losing time. Yeah. So like having that would be, but like having the data, you can right go back. Yeah, having the Android app, what they have already, or definitely the, uh, the most Pro app. the the biggest advantage of Apex over some of the other data systems is its ease, or, uh, how it's quickly you can get to it immediately. As soon as you get off, track, you don't have you can to pop upload up the app. It. You don't have to upload it to a to a laptop. Yep. First, you can just pull your phone out of your pocket. You don't even have to get out of your car. Yep. It's it's so convenient and it's it's so good. It's such a user friendly app. Like you just pop it up. You can like it. It's so intuitive. Yeah. And then if there is anything you're questioning, Andrew and uh, on their website or on their YouTube channel, they walk through a lot of that. So it's it's question free. ApexTriCoach.com. Adam, we have decided some of the worst cars in the world. Some of the best cars some in the, the world. Best. HHRSS. Thunderbird. Right there on the top of the best cars in the world <laughs> list, Robbie. And the P1. My P1 didn't even make it out of round one, Robbie. That's why they call what it... What sort of o- sick world is this? That's why they call it October Madness. October Madness. <laughs> Think we can get sued for that? Probably. Sweet. We'll catch everybody next week. Or two weeks. 